0: You know, forget about it. I didn't even want it. I just wanted to order it.
1: Well, can I get you something else? I mean, you really shouldn't leave here without getting something for
0: free. Why ruin a perfect night? Listen,
2: um, bring a single malted uh, Glengarry for me and one for my boy Mikey here. And if you tell the bartender to go easy on the water, then this 50-cent piece has your name written all over it. okay? I want you to run along, because I'll be timing you. I'm going to keep time. One, two, three... Four.
3: What an
2: asshole. Baby, that was money. Tell me that wasn't money. That was so demeaning. She smiled, baby. I can't believe what an asshole you are. No, no, baby, she smiled. I'm. She was smiling at what an asshole No, 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 no. no. She was smiling at how money I was. What I did with her. Could we get out of here, all right? Because I'm not going to pay for a Mike, what the, the hell do you want to get out, out of here for? The honey baby's bringing us a cocktail. What are you, now. nuts? You think she's coming back here? Baby, I know she's coming back here. Did you even hear what she said? You shouldn't leave without getting something for free. Baby, she wants to party. She wants to. I'm tired.
3: We should just go. Sit there,
0: sit there, sit there. Welcome to Cinemigos, a podcast all about expanding the cinematic horizons of its hosts. John.
3: Okay, sir. You're a Lebowski. I'm a Lebowski. That's terrific.
0: Rob. Do I feel lucky? Well and what
1: country you from what, what? what ain't no country I heard of
0: English in what welcome to Cinemigos, a podcast all about expanding the cinematic horizons of its hosts and hopefully its listeners I'm your host tonight Hydroberg, and joining me are my co-hosts a pair of money cinephiles, the digger of bones resident cinematic archaeologist Rob and, of course, our own Sprite Slayer, John, a.k.a. Kinetic Onslaught. What's up, fellas?
1: You assholes told me we we're wearing suits for this podcast. Why aren't you wearing suits? I'm going to turn oh, this man. podcast around and go, go home. I'm my putting mine on when we
2: get halfway there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's only a short while.
0: Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, guys? Doing good, you, man. Uh, Everybody's good? Yeah, yeah man.
1: Living oh, the I dream. Know. Excited to talk this about movie. this great film.
0: Yeah, you beautiful babies, ready to discuss Swingers from nineteen ninety six. Oh yeah, I am. Uh, a couple. We're all, we're just a couple money fellas here. Just, just, just so money. money, so money, just so money. How money you are.
1: <laughs>
0: Damn. Yeah, you it's so uh, money.
1: Uh, so this is your pick, Heidelberg. Why did you choose it for us?
0: Uh, this is my pick. Um, so I picked this movie. Uh, because uh, my I have a little story here. Uh, my stepbrother, Jason um influenced me a lot when I was younger as an adolescent into music as well as um the movies I watched too he's the reason I've seen films like Reservoir Dogs uh Angel Heart and Swingers to name a few and I thought this film was like different and sort of unheard of by some so I thought maybe it would make for a good pick for you know our format here at San Amigos well
1: speaking you you mentioned another film that I have not seen that I've been wanting to watch Angel Angel Heart Heart.
0: yeah yeah I may have seen that film when I was a little too young, but that's all right. Yeah. But, but uh, uh which of you fellas have have both of you fellas not seen this film? Nope, hadn't seen it. Ah, I've seen double bubble. Oh, okay. Damn. I thought it. I had a double bubble.
1: Yeah, no, this is uh a film. First my double bubble. I'd always heard about this film and I don't know why I never watched it. It's uh it seems like something I would have enjoyed. I just never watched it.
2: Yeah. This is one for me where I uh, I had watched it like I think when I was like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. you know, 14, I hadn't hadn't seen it since only watched it the once. So it was um, as I was watching it, you know, some things were kind of coming back here or there. But I mean, for the most part, it was like, uh, you know, at that age, I didn't get quite some of the concepts and themes of the movie. So it definitely hit a little bit different watching it, you know, as a 30 year old versus a, uh, a young teenager. But
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This movie definitely. Uh, as an older guy like it hit me a lot like oh man I, I've been there you know with some of these characters <laughs> or I know people like these characters <laughs> yeah and, and um, yeah. what's that all right
2: real quick real quick just I it's it was funny as I was watching it I was like bro this is like a hallmark movie for men <laughs> like, that, like that's what it yes. felt like you know what i mean like i was Uplifting
0: like lifting man movie
2: yeah dude it was uh it, it just it's it's the bros getting together keeping the homie up you know like it was and and it's got a great love story to it you know i'm a it sucker does. for a good love story and so it just it felt i was like this is this if there was a man a, a hallmark for men movie this 1000
0: percent feels like it nice that's yeah, an interesting and, uh, premise hallmark for it, men movies
1: yeah yeah and something I was thinking, because this, I mean, it does have a little bit of uh, connection with our last film, because this is a kind of a pet project that John Favreau had. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, you know, because of, uh, you know, the success of this film, like this kind of did launch the careers of three guys, uh, you know, maybe more than just these three guys. But these are the ones that we the names that we know of. John Favreau got famous off of this. Vince Vaughn and the director, Doug Lehman yeah uh, and Doug Lehman is a lot like our uh James Mangold like when we did our cop line review it's like this guy has done a ton of movies that I didn't realize he had done huh. that I love like uh he did The Born Identity Mr. Nice. and Mrs. Smith he did uh Jumper Edge of Tomorrow and this? he's actually going to be doing now that <laughs> I, I know that he's a the director they're remaking Roadhouse it's in post-production right now it's happening yeah, no I might be more willing to. Uh, and Mr. He's and Mrs. The director Smith, on that? He's going to be the director on that. And, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a remake. It's a remake off of a Alfred Hitchcock film that I actually have not seen the original. So I, I want to go back and watch the original. But uh, because Doug Lehman is involved, I'm like, well, maybe it could be pretty good, depending on who's cast. And, you know, if he has some pretty good influence on what's going on, it could be pretty good.
2: That's it.
0: Well, it's done already. So. Yeah, so we'll 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 see. Just, I don't even I think, know if it's going out to theaters that movie.
1: Uh yeah, I don't know. Uh I know it's coming out next year at some point. I don't know, but I Are you I've guys done. pretty
2: up on trailers? Like how I've never understood that fucking part. It seems like people whenever I bring a trailer up to people that I see for the first time, people are always like, "Oh yeah, I fucking watched that." But I just saw the fucking Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer last night.
0: I, I haven't know. seen the one. I yet. didn't watch that. I haven't seen it yet either. No, I didn't uh, watch it. Oh, I was cuz we
2: Die Hard 35th anniversary they're showing at the theater. Oh, so, nice.
0: Yeah. Uh me and the Mrs. Christmas movie, it. that's why they're showing it in December. Exactly.
2: We went and watched a perfect Christmas movie last Fuck night. Yeah. Uh Fuck but you. the trailer was The Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes and I remember just looking over at her. Because you know we went and saw all those together, and it was just that moment of just like, oh fuck, this looks fantastic. Those were cool. I yeah, think I, I, yeah, the I knew it was coming out,
1: and I was like, I already, to- I already told uh, my wife because she loves the the new Planet of the Apes trilogy. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to watch that because that shit looks awesome. Um, and uh, I need to get her to watch the original Planet of the Apes because that's uh, I, a- I don't know if she's gonna like it. She probably yeah, won't. Yeah, different.
0: I don't think so. Uh, it's a little slow.
2: Put her on the Mark Wahlberg one. Oh, yeah,
0: fuck. there you go. The Tim Burton the one. Tim right? Burton
1: one. <laughs> hey, you know, I do need to revisit that one, but I, I haven't seen that since. I'm interested
0: in that one too because I remember seeing it. Just like I think the once,
2: and they tried to set it up like it was gonna be another run.
0: You know, well, yeah, that was the plan. Definitely, well, that it was, was the plan. But they yeah, were it's... taking off with a new modern take on.
1: I think that the way that they did it back in, like when they started the new one, I think that was the right way to go. Having it more of like what happened on Earth as mm-hmm. opposed to like how you got your first Earth.
0: initial ape that like was highly intelligent yeah exactly like, I accelerated think would, yeah all right I well would...
2: i promise i'll only derail us four more times so okay
0: okay so that's <laughs> one out of four or there's four more times after this one so no
2: that's a, one a of total the total
1: five times
2: no I, I promise i'll only do the four that's one i got oh, three. okay
0: so three you got three more times okay but, um, uh
1: why don't we give our spoiler warning
0: yeah, and
1: yeah, dive into the film?
0: And I'll drop the synopsis. Uh, meow, 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 meow. Spoiler warning. There you go. Um, yeah, synopsis. Real quick one. It's a little itty-bitty guy here. Wannabe actor has a hard time moving on from a breakup, but he is lucky to have supportive friends. Perfect. Right. It's a Hallmark movie.
2: It's just a Hallmark tagline. <laughs> perfectly.
1: That's crazy.
2: <laughs> That's
1: fun. This Dad. is also a Christmas movie. Is it? I think so. It's a sneaky Christmas. I think this is a sneaky Christmas film. Maybe I was, you know, what shit. I've been watching a know. lot of Christmas films recently. I didn't catch it was... that. It
2: could be that time of year. I don't remember. I know they jump around a lot in time, don't they?
1: Yeah, no, maybe I
2: mean, it... not
0: too much, but a little bit. There's a little jump from when they go to Vegas and then after. But uh, just starting out, though, I like the way the film starts with the like the noise of the crowd like, the, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a restaurant or a show. You can totally, hear the hustle totally. and bustle. And then, like, the Miramax logo, like, fades into focus on the screen in that, like, New York skyline. I just like the way it, like, it's a cool opener. And I do, I know that the Weinsteins are affiliated with Miramax. They started it. That that was their yeah. first film company. And they sold it to Disney in, like, 93. Um, but back in the 90s, man, like, Miramax was the shit. Like, they Power were, house. dude, they dude, were putting they out such different films. Like, lower budget indie darlings. Films like Clerks, Reservoir Dogs. Sling Blade, Jackie Brown, Goodwill Hunting, Train Spotting, and Pulp Fiction, just to name like a few films. Goodwill. Well,
1: Hunt- you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that because Miramax was kind of like what we have with like Blumhouse and A twenty four nowadays. Yeah. They're that type That's exactly of exactly what I
0: thought. I was like, Yeah, they yeah. were like because their their films also like springboarded the careers of like many actors, writers, and directors. Sure. Yeah.
1: And I, I actually I have it in my notes, but this this is one of this is one of the films that was kind of the uh, at the height of the indie era as well. This is mm-hmm. it, it, like I said, a lot of these indie films, these were the movies that launched the careers of a bunch of people. And Miramax yeah, is a, mm-hmm. it was a huge part of that as well.
0: We got this is Vaughn's first like feature film, I believe. Like he I think he had some small parts and something else. But yeah,
1: uh, I will. We'll get into that. Like I, I have you know notes on our main characters but yeah like this is for them this is the film that like really got them you know kind of really launched them into stardom but they you know, yeah they had done some other stuff before then
2: so this was before the mandalorian then yeah. Oh yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> this is pre-mcu uh and this is probably around the same time that uh that what's his name um what's his name from last week <laughs> hallahan Mars Callahan. Callahan, yeah. That's where he got his idea to start the MCU. No,
2: that's a good point. I didn't think (laughs) about
0: it. Archaeology. I didn't say that it
1: was a definitive thing. I'm just saying that it's one of the first iterations that I can think of where it's not like bloopers or something Mm -hmm. else. It's
0: Uh, Listen to our Full hall Junkies episode if you want to uh, (laughs) hear Rob go into a fugue state during his review.
1: (laughs) a fucking bug state get yeah. out of here
2: that's
3: just
0: hilarious <laughs> i'm cutting you some bail man i'm giving you an out bro just like yeah i blacked out i don't know what the fuck i said yeah yeah
1: fuck out of here I'll you guys get back
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh we're not here to review that rob do you have any um like production stuff to start with or you want to uh just get, like, yeah well,
1: uh so one one thing uh okay. so the film was made super cheap it was the yeah. the actual filming was like two hundred thousand hmm. dollars. What costed them a lot of money was getting the fucking mu- uh, music rights. That was another million dollars. So they yeah. had like a one point two million dollar film because of the music. Getting that uh, that swing band, uh, Big Daddy uh, Voodoo. Yeah, which I oh, know. Like, big do Voodoo. Do you remember daddy, like from the nineties that big like ska swing thing that that it's we It's still went a through? thing now, yeah. but it's like yeah, that was like a big time for it. That was a. It was kind of a. Uh, it was a revival of the 40s. I, cause I remember that music being really big in the 90s. I remember as like a little kid, we would have like kind of uh, reliving the 40s, like doing like these old dance yeah. numbers and shit at, sco- at these like, like, school. These bands have like a little
0: bit of a punk sort of flair to it. it was- yeah. yeah.
1: Well, cause these were old punk bands that were doing the swing yeah. music. So it was so it it's had, cool. Like, and a- it's like this cool vibe. Like, and I was like, oh man, this is kind of a nice, like uh, going back in the past for that. But yeah, so the music, uh, all the music they got that cost them about a million dollars and uh they were trying to figure out how to distribute it because they were going to do the the film circuit and try to get like money and uh sell the movie
0: yeah go to cans eventually that's
1: where that's where miramax came in they they came in at kind of at the back end of everything after everything was filmed it's like well we'll buy the movie for like five million dollars cool um so already everyone that was involved in the movie made money. Now mm-hmm. Miramax, I don't think made their money back because the film only made like four and a half million dollars in its theatrical run. Yeah. And I don't know if there was like a, it was a like a limited release or what what have you. But the for all points considered, it was a successful movie, and obviously it launched the career of several people. So uh, I would say that overall, it was a successful run for. Or
0: the movie yeah i like yeah. the way the um i like how the night the the film kind of focuses on the nightlife a little bit in this mm-hmm. uh around this time in yeah uh, california. yeah california uh the film kind of gives us shots of that to start us out uh like shows going on and the restaurants and people doing their thing i kind of like that like montage of uh images to start us out and get, get us you know because we mentioned before like i like when a film kind of makes the city it's taking place in it feels of that city or yeah it's know, like a character itself yeah and it's like a little slice of life out, out of that city this is yeah. boys and what they've been up to and they this group of friends so I kind of like that we meet Rob and uh, Mike at the diner yeah. They're discussing Mike getting over his ex which is the central focus of the film Um and Rob's like trying to be kind to him uh you know to get over it and Mike's like a, he's pretty hung up on it uh, mm-hmm. but I get it though so uh, like his,
3: his character well, yeah.
0: like has this v- vulnerability that seems genuine yeah, but and everybody's like checking on him on the answer machine when he gets home. And yeah, yeah. the answer machine he has gives spits some facts to him, too, and tells him yeah. he's got to move on. He's like, what? <laughs> he's talking. to yeah. yeah,
1: I would say like one thing about that is where I think all of all of his friends actually do give a shit about him. It's like, yeah, yeah. maybe in like, maybe they're not in a they are all really good friends. And mm. but like some of them give better advice than others. Like uh-huh. yeah. and
2: it's like real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But. You know, but the the advice that they're trying to give is out of genuine concern for their friend.
0: Yeah, it's coming so from a I, place of love.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's not like they're just being dicks. It's like just fucking, yo, do, yo, get over it, yo. Know, it, it's not like that. It's just yeah. more of like, hey, let's get you back out there, baby. Yep. Your money, mm-hmm. you don't even know it. Yeah, you it. got a bum
0: wing, but you can still fly. We got to get you back out there.
1: You know exactly. I mean? yeah. So it's exactly. it's kind of like sweet, like how they you know, how they care for their friend.
0: They like nursing them back, you know back to uh back to health so he can get back out in the dating world so that's yeah right.
1: and uh yeah ron Livingston's character uh that's rob um yeah. you know obviously everyone knows him from office space that's where he's i good I, in I this don't... great yeah, he's great in this movie i've forgotten that he's band in the brothers conjuring. yeah and he's also yeah. in the conjuring
0: dude he's really good in band of brothers really yeah he is yeah he's um, also in the conjuring so i like this part uh mike calls trent and um Trent's trying to get him to go to some parties or whatever. And Mike's rants about like going out to parties and how much of a waste of time it is. You're going to drive yeah. to this one. And then that one sucks. We're going to go to this one. And then by the time we're going to go back, that and is true by the way, I realize that guys, I am Mike. I'm like, damn, I'm usually that guy who's like, fuck yeah. this party. Like we should, yeah, I Mike do too here. <laughs> yeah. We can drink at home. Like why, you know what I mean? Why go to the overpriced fucking bar or whatever? Like let's do something somewhere else or whatever. But yeah, I, you know, like, I want to hear you myself
1: think. I don't want to go to. Well, you got to
0: live a little too. Sometimes it's good to have those friends that get you to come out of your comfort. Yeah,
2: force you out. Yeah, I mean, you got to be social, like you know.
0: Yeah, and that's what this film definitely shows, like yeah, that dynamic and the friend group.
1: I think that's where Trent does his best work. It's like just kind of like, hey, don't stay in your apartment the whole time. Let's Mm -hmm. go somewhere. Like yeah, exactly. Get your mind off of things like you got to have
2: that friend. You need to, you need, you need a strong foundation of friends when you're going through shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. Because you 1000% need the guy that's going to fucking force you out of the house, force you to places, force you you
0: straight.
2: Yeah. You know, and then you you need the other guy that's going to coddle you and be like, hey, man, it's all right. I'll hear you out. I get it. I know. Like you, you need, it's, there's not one right answer to this situation ever. Everyone handles and goes through 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 breakups and tough situations differently, right? But there's no one answer to it. It's like you need to do all of it. You need to you gotta you gotta go out. You gotta talk about it. You gotta you know that's that's Mm -hmm. part of what you gotta do.
0: Yeah. And they say like sometimes the best the best way to get over somebody is to find somebody new, right? So like yeah, uh, even if it's not you know uh, the next relationship, the one at least you know get out there and start. Gotta
2: crush some strange sometimes, dude.
0: Yeah, you're right.
3: (laughs) But that. Trent
0: talks him into Vegas. He uh he's like, Yeah, we should we'll go to Vegas, as if it's like really close. And he's just like, uh, Mike's like, No, I'm not going to Vegas. No way. Yeah, no way. And then the next it scene they're great. on the yeah. Vegas.
2: I love that <laughs> He's like, No way. We don't <laughs> have the money. No, yeah. not doing it. No. Well, where would you want to go? But
1: no, we're
0: not doing nice, it. he says, too. Yeah,
2: yeah, and then that next scene, it's him in the car. Yeah, that shit is hilarious. We were
1: both wearing
0: suits. Yeah, yeah. I thought
1: we said you were both wearing suits, like. Mm -hmm. So fuck it. If you're not, I was like, I'm gonna put on there. It's like, no, you have to arrive in the suits. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. It's like turn
0: around, fuck it, I'm going home. (laughs) And we, so we can see, like we mentioned, Trent played by Vince Vaughn is charismatic, and he's possibly like a bad influence a little bit, but he means well for his best friend. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's that's the one thing. It's like in in like another movie, he'd be like, he's a fucking asshole, but he's he's really doing our asshole in this. Yeah, Yeah, dude,
2: I like. I like Vince I think I'm that character. Like in my in my friend circle, I think I'm <laughs>
0: that. that's fine. Like every character, like I think Vince kills it too in this role. Yeah, and he's I do so too. And I think it's like he's charming. Like yeah, he's the loud mouth or whatever. But he's also the guy that like he'll look. He gets how many times does he get babes for his yeah best, for his friends? And he's and, not, and, and, and he, he gets jammed
2: on. up, and he get like his plans get ruined. He never takes it out on him.
0: Nah, never takes it out on him. He's like.
2: You fucked a lot of shit up, Mike, but it's all right. You're my friend. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, that's how he always is.
0: Yeah. I like yeah. it. They're having like this normal best friend banter too for like that time period, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. The two dudes in the car just bullshitting.
1: And it's, it's like, it's like, so are we are going to be there by midnight? It's like, baby, we're going to be up by 500 by midnight. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the vaccine like, is they're just... like, it's like tr- they're trying to psych each other up. It's like, oh yeah, yeah Vegas Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Vegas. yeah and yeah the
0: yeah. scene is they're still driving because it's this still pretty Vegas. far away
1: yeah
0: and they're like disheveled looking and tired as fuck now
1: dude yeah it's like because that's a six. Well, so from LA to uh, Las Vegas that's a six to seven hour drive yeah
0: right. and this is at night too it looks like they just left at like 10 p.m. like let's right exactly yeah you.
1: yeah in the middle of the night so it's like oh man like it's and they're probably both coming off of like whatever work that they're trying to do yeah Fuck, man. Like, I'm exhausted, that's... that's but like, am, or maybe on
0: a third wind by now. Yeah. yeah, That's when shit gets crazy when you do shit. Yeah. I went to yeah. Atlantic City one time on, like, zero sleep, and it was just... Well, oh, that's like, your Vegas, all of, yeah, City. all of us were, like, just <laughs> dying, laughing at the stupidest stuff the entire yep. trip. It was, like, yep. memorable as fuck. But, so they do... They arrive in Vegas, and, man, it's a beautiful shot. I like them driving down the strip, and the lighting and the framing of, like, them in the car it is super money, I think. Yeah, yeah it A is. bit of... Just, it looks gorgeous, the... They get to the casino and there's this wise guys walk in sort of slow mo vibe. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the car. Yeah,
1: the what I love about this too, this is also a little bit of a time capsule too, because man, Vegas looks so different. It's like just because all the casinos have changed. Yeah. Uh since that time. And I mean like during the- that,
0: I'm sure, because that's when they walk in and like they're like, Yeah, this place is gonna be hopping and it's just dead. There's just nothing but old people there.
1: But yeah. So yeah, it's like, well, you know, back in the day this place is a real contender.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why i think it's 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 even more poignant to what you're talking about rob because it's like even from the new shit that you're seeing there when they came into vegas it's like no yeah it's just a fucking completely different they walked into like they're you know thinking like fucking casino style vegas mm-hmm. you know what i mean and yeah it's
0: like, it's it ain't there, that they came there, in like, yeah, the, like, like they were the brat pack or whatever that's yeah, what,
1: yeah you know. i was just gonna bring that up it's um The, uh, shoot, hold on a second. Some of the locations here. The, um, so the exterior casino shots, that was the Stardust back in the day. I don't think the Stardust is there anymore. I think that's gone. Uh, But the interior shots was at the Fremont Hotel and Casino, which was in uh, North Las Vegas, which I'm not sure that's there anymore either. Because I had, uh, I had family that lived in North Las Vegas and there was like the Texas and that, like, those are kind of like the the old people's casinos. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, because it's like, North Las Vegas and the Strip are completely different. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think like the only one that is still there that they talked about is Caesar's Palace. I think that's the only one that's still there.
2: That one's doing yeah. well.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mentioned earlier too, I think
0: like Trent's an optimist, the way he sort of is like, they walk in, the situation's not what he ideal and he's like, No, no, this place is, is dead. This place is great. And Mike's the pessimist. You know, he's yeah, like totally. complaining about the casino and Trent's talking it up and they I kinda they just have this great dynamic, I think, as
1: friends where like And I love how like when he's talking about it's like this place is dead, like you know, it's uh-huh. like Look at all the beautiful babies around. It's like it was, yeah, and it's, it's like, a is like the slot the old man like the old people slot jockeys and like the guy on his freaking cane and walker mm-hmm. it's like it's like that, that's what that hotel that's what that casino is it's on his yeah. fucking last legs it's about yeah. to die it's <laughs> a
0: retirement community upstairs that can come downstairs and yeah, yeah 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 before <laughs> bedtime before pudding but yeah, there's this great dynamic of them kind of arguing uh, back and forth. And Mike thinks he knows how to play it cool, right? He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna
3: yeah he's
0: gonna go to this table, and that's where we'll start out." Yeah, they'll notice us there. So he, but he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing because it's mad awkward. He gets to the table, he exchanges three hundred for chips, and he doesn't know how to address the dealer or how to handle the money. Yep. Yeah. How much like to bet? Is. Yeah. He know anything? And there's that waitress who shows up again. She's like, uh, "The waitress got him." She's like, "Need a drink?" guy behind the guy right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah this is the guy behind the guy behind the guy yeah uh, and mike loses 200 right off the bat and he's only yeah. brought 300 and he was only gonna bet 100
1: he said in the yeah clock. so he's already fucked yeah he's but it's, so the guy who wins at that table uh that is vince Vaughn's father
0: oh wow oh uh, for real yeah i didn't know that that's he's funny. got those two twins too. I know. Ones. Yeah. Samoan looking <laughs> twins or whatever they were
1: like Latinas or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like wow. But yeah. like it's like sir you can't hand me money directly. You have to yeah. place it on the table and yeah. then I'll give you the chips. It's like and He's
2: counting out he's counting out a hundred like fucking t- t- for 5 yeah, minutes. he's just like one
1: and like, just I can count that money. for you sir. <laughs> fucking everything up. Yeah, it's so awkward.
2: i love that mental dilemma that they have too like once the cards are dealt out you know and like trent is telling him he's like you gotta you gotta double down down and and it's like but you can the way it's shot it's hilarious because you get (laughs) that like internal like that mental uh, battle wondering. that you have, you know what I mean. They're at this guy, and it's like it's getting closer. You know, it's like you see him; he's going to the next guy. And he's yeah, like, got to my pet. And they're just fucking bickering, heart like, oh god, I'm not doing it. got to. It's a fucking hundred dollar table, and it's like double
3: oh, do down. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, <it's>, double down. <laughs> yeah, he does it. <laughs> and I love how because this yeah. ends up becoming a running gag for like the right, next right, whole minutes, movie. which is great.
0: <laughs> so later on in the movie, he says it like at other times. You'll hear him call him double down. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well like he'll be telling the story later and he's like and then what'd you do you double down didn't you <laughs> it's like
1: oh i love it it's like what you double down on chops <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah i do love that that scene is funny because he loses his money and he's pissed yeah trent tries to I, mean, they,
2: I think they get to 18 right he like gets a strong hand
0: yeah, yeah it's like, but then like one. the dealer gets 21 It's like 21 on them <laughs> i thought <laughs> he was gonna split or something yeah he's he like now you double down and then i noticed at this point like trent says baby a lot a like lot, character yes, a lot. Uh, but he does he Chris does he's a fast a talker.
1: That's the thing. It's like yeah, that's yeah. that's his thing. Like he uh-huh. he is a smooth fast talker. Yep. So it's like you throw a bunch of um kind of kind things. It's like and it he's works.
0: influenced by the old old dudes like Sinatra and like you know like I said, oh the, yeah I said the brat Pack sure. before that's stupid that's the eighties guys but uh, the Rat Pack like yeah ra- I knew what you meant
1: the Rat Pack. yeah
0: yeah the brat Pack is those dudes from the John Hughes films I believe that's right. <laughs> Um, that was kind of like that was it was a playoff yeah.
1: of the rat pack
0: yeah exactly um but yeah well he picks up christy here who is a smoking hot waitress bro i think she looks really, he cool. really is yeah. she's probably the
1: hottest person in that place yeah, i really like it. Um, it's i well I, I just wanted to go back to like one thing real quick because they end up having then they end up moving to that low stakes table which is yeah so from the hundred dollar table to the five dollar table yeah <laughs> And he does like a duo, but it's it's funny because there's that, that old lady that's over on, on the corner and she's like, oh, uh, I guess uh, I'll hit. Yeah. I guess I'll hit again. It's like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Oh, and then she wins and it's like, everyone's like so happy. It's like, and you just see Mikey's like. They come oh, over and she, they give her comp comp-
0: breakfast because yeah. that's what yeah. they want. Because
1: she gets comped yeah. and they were expecting. And yeah. that old lady, by the way, that is John Favreau's grandmother.
0: Damn, bro.
3: <laughs> all
1: right
0: Yeah, that's wild but
1: that's yeah great. it's i just find that really nepotism
0: up in here you know what i mean I, like give that we're... part to somebody who earned it you know right well, grandma that...
1: <laughs> i think she did a great job in her five seconds on the yeah, movie no, she's great oh I,
0: I, you know i don't i don't know that i need breakfast you know what yeah i'll take a breakfast yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it's yeah, like and she's awesome getting comped it's like they were expecting it's like oh they're yeah. gonna throw we're you know we're going to this older casino they're mm-hmm. they're gonna she's appreciate, gonna appreciate our business way. and they're gonna throw yep, stuff 300 bucks they got shit
0: <laughs> got nothing uh but so trent with his smooth talking he does get christy to get a friend and they get off and says you know when you get off meet us at 601 at the bamboo lounge or whatever and right. mike's impressed by that he's definitely impressed because it's not the way you they talk go to get women.
1: food because yeah. they're hungry and it's like that was so money it's like because you kept it calling him asshole. assholes like you're you're being a dick
0: yeah but oh, she went yeah. for it and then like Mike's like really Mike's kind of neurotic, right? But Trent sort of balances him out because Trent's like a feel good sort of like go with the vibe kind of guy.
2: Yep. Uh,
0: you know, and he's a he's good with women. He's a smooth talker, and Mike's not so much. He's but he's like Mike's like charmingly awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow they managed to get invited to uh, Christie's camper after they yep. meet the girls. Like, well, One of them dresses Dorothy. Drink
1: here, so why don't we go back to my place? Yeah,
0: which makes sense because she's she works for the casino, so she can't really right. partake at. Work. which also
2: makes sense to them taking off in the middle of the night like you said because if it's a fucking seven hour drive they take off at 10 to fucking play the casino all night now it's like where this is the next morning daytime like they've been up yeah when night. they're
0: partying at our house yeah yeah it's funny when they're there though These like they're doing well uh the girls are too like they're into them trent's telling them funny stories about his gig trying out for a role yep Mike's uh, date is clearly into him. She's holding his hand, uh, like yeah. leaning into his chest, you know, as Vaughn's telling the story. Like, everything's money. They are, like, yeah. so money right here. Money, baby. Christy had a bunch of stuffed animals on her bed, though, which I noticed. And that was a fear of Chris's character last week in the film. In, in the... <laughs> yeah, she was one of those chicks. He would have You're
1: right. Yeah, he would have
0: <laughs> All those stuffed animals. We have been
1: like, ill. oh, ugh.
0: Yeah. But Mike's so money right here. And you know what he does? You know what he does? He talks about his ex. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking come on, bro. Come on. And then he interrupts Trent to go check his messages back home. That's what
2: I'm saying, bro. And (laughs) Trent hands him a condom like, hey, bro, you need something? I love, yeah, because that's what he thinks at first. Rubber. (laughs) And then the door just slides open and it's just the condom.
1: Yeah, because when he peeks on him, right? And he's like, no, dog, not that. Because Trent and Chrissy are getting down with it. And he like lo- he's yeah, like, check oh,
0: on my baby boy back. real quick. Let
1: me check on my yeah, boy real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. He opens up and like the way it's framed, it looks like they're making out. It's like, oh, uh-huh. he's, he's getting and he's like, All right, yeah, thank yeah. God. And, you know, it's like, yeah, my man, dog. <laughs> and when he knocks on the door, like Trent's like, oh, I know what's, oh, I know what he needs, and he hands. Yeah, him. There you the go, screen. buddy.
2: One step ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I just need. I have a calling card.
0: <laughs> yeah, my like, God. I'm like, dude, really? Like, read the room. Come on, man. So he's like.
2: They, they haven't been in there that long. Sure, Surely yeah. they weren't
0: too. She <laughs> comes out wearing like a huge... Naked. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's wearing a pillow and a fucking uh, towel. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> he fucking killed it. It was awkward. That was awesome. But Trent still plays it cool and stays like a good friend. He talks to That's Mike what I'm up. saying, yeah. Like after, when they're on the side of the road and he's taking it, he's like, well, here's what you... You just shouldn't have mentioned it, man. That's all, you know, yeah. but you did and whatever. I get it, like.
1: It's oh, like I didn't. Even, I didn't even like Chrissy. She wasn't that exciting. It's like yeah. Of
0: course he can say that. and He throws him away, but
1: yeah, yeah. But it's like it's. But he's he's doing that for Mike's yeah. benefit because it's right. like he doesn't want to say like oh you ruined my night fucker yeah like
0: she's fucking right. hot it, it, did you see her <laughs> yeah <laughs> she was like uh, Adventures in Babysitting hot like come on
2: yeah she was yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's a perfect that's... example yeah. yeah
0: yeah she reminded me of Elizabeth Shue. So Mike's going to get back out there, though, after this trip. It kind of does, like, ruffles uh, feathers a little wakes it him really up a little bit. It
1: him a little bit, because he stops, like, for a little bit, he actually stops. Talking,
0: talking to Rob. When they're playing, yeah, when he's talking to Rob while they're golfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like, uh, I think Ron Livingston is really good in this movie. He's great. He's got yeah. some yeah. a good bit of dialogue and some good parts, uh, I think, as a friend. The, pretty, the, the wholesome homie, really good, you know? I don't I know mean? how well he conveys, like, New Yorker. To me, but well, he
1: uh, no, he but he wasn't from New York. He was from Chicago.
0: But Mike's from New York.
1: They, but they, they, where uh, do they know each other from? They because they met in L.A. They were they oh, were I thought
0: like, he said my buddy from back home. Yeah, he did He definitely says something. from back east. Yeah, I,
1: I think you're right. Yeah, though. and that's how the girlfriend finds out that Chicago. he was thinking about going
0: there probably because Ron Livingston probably
1: mentioned it to somebody oh oh maybe you're right i thought i heard maybe i heard wrong i was thinking like you know he's from chicago or something i like thought something.
2: they went to school together back east he was from chicago but
0: they went to school oh yeah oh, okay, maybe that's, that's it, it. Yeah, okay, that, so they no, went that's to it. film school or like acting cl- school or whatever yeah yeah right. okay that makes sense then and yeah, dude sex... yeah he
1: does not sound like a new yorker at no. all no he kind of sounded like a farm dude for a minute yeah 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 like uh, yeah, like uh, uh, Trent and Mike—they sound like New Yorkers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, then again, like we said, New York's a melting pot. So, like, he was from out of out of town, going to school there, so that makes sense.
1: Yeah,
0: he met New York. This next scene, though, dude, dude—they're playing NHL '95, I believe.
3: Oh, man,
0: Genesis, bro. bro yes. man, 13. that game was the shit, bro. And NHL yes, like '94 to '96, I think we're all super fans. They're yeah. so good
2: dude and it was just like as they talked about because that was the first year where they took fighting out of the game yeah, remember not... and they're like oh, it was a big bullshit. ordeal yeah and they talked about it in the movie they're like yeah you can't fight anymore and they're like what what the fuck yeah they're He's talking like yeah good. but i can make his head bleed like mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah and trent right. cheats and fucking him and sue start wrestling like children
2: dirtbag unpausing yeah you... and you're friends... it's
0: gretzky too during like a their yeah. playoffs too they're doing yeah, like yeah. that playoff league or whatever they're playing
1: it's it like Chicago thing. and uh, the Kings like yeah. it, was, uh, it was a huge Kings fan.
0: Dude, that game yeah. was the shit though. And they have the Sega Genesis. Uh, they have the I had this control. They have the six button Sega Genesis. Yeah. Controller. yeah,
1: yeah, they did. That yeah, was a I had that control.
0: That control was dope and it was made by Sega. So it was like official. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah it, those buttons I remember that was a big deal nice.
1: when that came out I remember yeah,
0: that was a that was a good fighting game uh controller yeah you had yeah. to have it for fighting games because yeah. yeah. the uh like the he street
1: fighter the... and like Mortal Kombat on Genesis was so good when you had the six button controller Jesus yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it, was a three button, it was such a pain in the ass
0: that pizza guy shows up too though and then like while they're wrestling they're like embarrassed the shit out of Mike they're like is he brown is he yeah. good, that, is he good that, looking because
1: they're like oh it's like let oh. him in is it cold? Other, like, Because him and Sue are fighting and it's like, yeah. it's, and it's like, oh, wait, wait. Mike's at the door. is like, oh, is he? And like, they're trying to make it like all awkward for him. It's super like super
0: awkward. And they're just throwing things out that like maybe the guy would be brown and that would be awkward for Mike if he was. Yeah. Is it warm or what does he say? Something like that? Like, it's cold. Yeah. Let him in or something. I don't remember. Yeah. It. yeah it's <laughs> like, oh, oh you yeah. want to play
1: with him? Yeah. yeah
0: something <laughs> weird. I was just like, oh, my God
1: uh yeah the uh the guy who plays sue though he uh well one i think he's great in this film but yes. uh does not have a lot of acting credits he did like eight films and uh, yeah like uh, the last film that he did was in 2008 was kind of a uh, um, uh, uh 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 what's the word i'm looking for fuck uh remake no the uh it's like uh what's the thing like when you go to uh a, a reunion it was a re thank you fuck i'm an idiot uh, reunion like when uh, they did, no, you're did not an movie.
0: idiot, bro. You're so money right now, don't worry. Yeah, about you're it. So, you are money are so money, <laughs> you don't even know how money you are. You got this, man.
1: <laughs> the uh, there's a reunion with all this, yeah, a lot of the cast from Swingers. They did a uh-huh. movie called Four Christmases. That was the last movie he was on. I think I've
0: seen that. Four, Four Christmases is a great. Family film. I have right? not it's seen like, it. Yeah, you know, it's, Vin- it's, about- it's Vince
2: Vaughn and uh, Reese Witherspoon, and yeah. they
0: yeah, they go to. I think there's some fun times to be had in that film. It's a good movie. I, it's about I, like seeing... visiting a bunch of, you know, like when people have to do a bunch of shit on Christmas. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Because it's ha- like my
2: both of their parents are split
0: up. Yeah.
2: And so each of them are going, it's like they go to his dad's house for their uh-huh. Christmas, his yeah. mom's house for the Christmas, and then her parents are split up too. So they go to her mom's house for the Christmas and her dad's house. I get house.
0: that because I'm a child of divorce. So like we sort of had that. Set yeah, up totally. In my family. It was like my dad would have us for Christmas Eve and then my mom, you know, right. or whatever, like the vice yep. versa. Totally. And then someone would take us for Christmas that year. And then they'd but yeah,
1: that that was his last film. Like, and he just was, he wasn't in like, even like a lot of TV either. He just, uh, he, he's good he, in this. I like he's him. Great. I thought he was a great character. He's a good actor. I think, I think. Yeah. He could... And
0: he's sort of like uh, next to Trent. He's, he's the other ladies, man. Like he's good. Yeah. At yeah. Pulling numbers and getting,
2: unfortunately he's a Kings fan,
1: but
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: well, I, I will say this. I'm not a Kings fan. Like I'm, I'm a Red Wings fan. Yeah. Well, thank God.
0: Okay. So anyway, NHL '96 or '90. I'm gonna say this is '95 because the movie takes place in '96, but maybe yeah, it is yeah. I mean,
1: it's either '94 or '95, whatever. Like that. I don't know
0: which I, one they took fighting. The fighting pretty sure it's '95.
1: Yeah. yeah, I do yeah, remember the fighting; it was great. Yeah, yeah, and his character is named after a Johnny Cash song. I don't know if people. I heard know, of I that. love
2: that part. Like his dad was a big Johnny Cash fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, is that why he's named Sue? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So what, the, that, they,
2: they say that line at some point. Yeah. Okay, a boy think,
1: named Sue. That's the song. Right. Nice. I like Johnny that. Cash. It's a good song. Great yeah.
0: song. Good song. So uh, Mike's friend from out of town, from New York, I believe, Rob. Uh, they end up hanging out um, before they go into a. They're going to a party that starts at eight, right? But they're not yeah. going to go to the party till twelve. So right. first, they're going to go to a speakeasy style bar, right, to get a drink. And then yeah. they're going to yeah. get a bite to eat, and then go to the party by twelve. So yeah, and like rah, rah, uh, Rob's sort of like, what the, the parties? Yeah. Aren't what are going you talking on? about? That's what we do, you know. Yeah, he's like. They find this speakeasy That's the speakeasy bar where you can Bullshit, right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I, I like the speakeasy bar. Like he's like, oh no, this is cool. Like nobody knows where it is. So it's, yeah, like, cool to, like, when you tell a girl you've been drive. there, it's yeah.
2: bragging about that you know where it is. Basically. Yeah.
0: And we meet uh, at this place. We meet Charles, played by Alex uh, Desir, Desir, something yep. like that. Yeah, Desir?
1: great character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like
0: yeah. his character. Yeah.
1: So yeah, he's another guy. He's mainly a TV actor. I saw um, that. I
0: looked up his IMDb. He's done a ton of work and uh, voice work for video a lot games. of voice work so yeah, and, and he's been in a
1: and... sh- i don't know if you've seen watch these shows he was in boy meets world mm-hmm. he's one of the teachers in that okay he was in a show that i actually really liked a lot it was becker with uh, ted danson he was okay. the blind guy in that in that show uh currently he does the voice of lou and carl carlson from the simpsons nice that's interesting
0: mm-hmm. I do think I like his character. He's got like this smoothness to him. And he's like a fan of older fashion and music, just like these other guys sort of are. This, this whole place group. is dead. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says all the time. Whenever yeah. they're about to leave, this place is dead.
2: That's what I Yeah, like fucking man's place is dead I anyway.
0: Anyway, this place is dead <laughs> anyway. Uh, and this next scene, they're getting something to eat before the party. And like they're talking films and the scene is shot just like Reservoir Dogs. Yes. They're talking and they, about yeah, filmmakers yeah. stealing from others. This was and great. Then- yeah, and then they all walk out in slow-mo. It's so funny because it's just like Reservoir Dogs.
1: Yeah, it's well, fucking awesome.
2: And I wanted to bring it up earlier because you talked about the money, right? And about, like, I think you said it was 200000 or something like that, right? What was the... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was about $200,000 to shoot the actual film. Anyway,
2: long story less long. The they He mentioned specifically in the scene, he talks about you had to be crazy to shoot in a casino. Like, they talk about how, yeah. like, that's the most expensive, like shutting down a, a casino and filming in vegas is like crazy expensive you know and it's mm. just kind of it felt like one of those kind of like wink moments yeah. you know where it was yeah like, we just watched this fucking movie of them in vegas and here it is a couple scenes later and they're talking mm. about filming in vegas and reservoir dogs and then they do the scene from reservoir dogs like
1: it yeah. was just
2: I, it was I, I liked it a lot i thought it was a a, a really nice yeah time.
1: well the other thing that they did to save money from what i found out which is kind of uh uh a term that I had not heard of before. So they were obviously still shooting on film at this point. It's, this is before the digital era. Right. They used what was called short ends. And it was like leftover film stock from movies that had you know shot previously. And they were able to buy a whole bunch of those. And you're only. I've heard shoot, of that. Yeah. You're only able to shoot like a minute or two at a time based off of like the film that's left over. Oh, and so. because you're piecing the film together, like you're kind of taping the film together as you go along, so that
2: sounds miserable but, for the guy that's got to put it together. It's so it's. Especially you're
0: you're getting a role that was been put together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh. Okay. Okay. Already yeah. previously, and you're using recycled film.
1: Yeah. So essentially, that you're saving a lot of money by buying that. You know, you're you're using up like film that's essentially useless for a big production, but for a small indie film. That's a way to save money.
2: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, so I think like uh, yeah, so yeah, they are shooting in a casino. They are, and that that should be a lot more money than it is. But they were able to find ways to cut the budget yeah. to make it happen. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, I just I just thought it was a really cool thing. I really like that scene. They but yeah, I, I yeah, um, it's like
1: it's it's a very meta film in a lot of ways because they're they're talking about like stealing from other films. Well, and, Reserv- While they're doing it. Right. and Reservoir Dogs that Tarantino is the ultimate guy who is taking stuff from other films and and kind of remixing it. Absolutely.
2: They compare, like they talk about him stealing from Scorsese, right. Is like the big argument. They're like, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's, (laughs) which is, I mean, to a degree is true, but like, it's not, I, it's not a hundred percent. No, but I mean, we get,
0: and they're saying it out of love of the, it's basically like they're all just enjoying
1: talking about film, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Just a quick tangent for myself is that I feel like, yeah. Scorsese and Tarantino are similar in the way that cuz Scorsese does do a lot of that uh he takes from uh films that like but yeah Tarantino, Hitchcock and things Tarantino and Scorsese take from different films. Tarantino mm-hmm. borrows a lot from exploitation films of the yes. 70s
0: cuz that's what he grew up with.
1: Right. Whereas Scorsese is taking a lot from the classics, you know like from like the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Yeah, I-
2: Have you ever seen that clip where they put fucking Tarantino's on a night show and they fucking blindfold him and they pull out this VHS tape cover and then this guy just describes the cover to him and he guesses the name of the movie?
1: Get the fuck out of here. Dude, it's insane.
2: Even crazier yet in this clip, he guesses the movie name and they're like, oh, no, I don't think that's it. And then he's like, he take like, they find out well, that Italy, is the name of the movie. Yeah. It was, but yeah, dude, it's fucking wild. They're like, mm. holy shit. Yeah, he flips the movie over and he's like, oh my God. Yeah. You're yeah you right. get
0: that a lot with uh, foreign films sometimes that are yeah, have yeah. different names. But yeah, it was just,
2: it was it like that. You want to talk about a fucking, a true movie fucking nerd? Like, that shit is crazy, dog. To describe the cover of a case and be like, that's. Oh, uh, that's... Well, he used uh,
0: to actually... put those cases away. He used to work in the video store. Right, so. right, right. Video
1: archives, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, two I left. I, have... <laughs> I do think this scene's really good, though, like their party hopping. When they get in the cars, like in slow-mo, it's like the Reservoir Dogs outro, and then they get in the cars, and they're all driving their own cars to the party, like separately, yeah. separately together, in like <laughs> this like conga line sort of, of cars. Uh, and the parties hopping when they get there. They walk in, and uh, they start mingling, and some of the guys recognize Mike some guy does or whatever and he doesn't know who he is. And that's super awkward, but we can see here that like Mike's getting his mojo back. He's in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Socializing. He feels, you know, in command a little bit of himself now. He's like more, I
2: think cause he's kind of he like breaking Rob into the scene too. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So it's kind of yeah.
2: like, he's like, he, you know, yep. at, at least that was my, I say this
0: me. a lot whenever, uh, like at work, when, when you work with someone who's beneath you who's like newer and they don't seem like they're getting it right. Like they're like, Man, this guy doesn't. He's not. I've shown him the way things are done here, and he's not really doing it. But then the minute there's somebody under him that he gets to show what's how to do things, all of a sudden now when he tells him what to do, he knows what the fuck was what had yeah. to be done because now he's telling somebody else about it. You know what I mean? So right, right, right. yeah. Mike's able yeah. to be like, yeah, all right. This is this is what needs to happen. We're at a party, and I'm gonna introduce you to some girls. So yeah, and he he takes the focus off of himself because like exactly you say, now he's thinking about his friend. Exactly. Yeah, I like it though. Uh, the party they. They see some ladies and Mike's like, Yeah, fuck it. Uh, hey, what's going on, ladies? You know, what are you doing? And the lady just Free turns. Did she smoke in like this cigarette? It's gross. And she's like, Yeah, what, what kind what type of car do you drive? And he's like, Cavalier. And she just like starts ignoring them. And then he's like, It's red. Yeah, <laughs> As if like that'll change your mind or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's red, by the way. <laughs>
2: yeah, that was awesome.
0: Yeah. And we get that Jaws moment where uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes in for the woman. He's been like clocking her the whole time and smoking a cigar and he's like, fuck it. He goes in, but then she's like, just keeps talking and talking and talking. And he's like, oh,
1: speaking of which the, when they were using the Jaws theme, because they had to talk to Spielberg about being able to use the, uh, the Jaws theme. And that's what got them in the, the radar of Miramax. Cause Spielberg kind of made some things happen for them to be able to sell the movie to Miramax. That's so dope. I think that's kind of cool that they were able to make that. That was, that was kind of the move that made them. Yeah. get get the money that they needed to yeah, get. You
0: got to realize we're throwing around names like John Favreau and like Vince Vaughn and you may know those names now. They're huge. Right. No one knew
1: who these people were. These are ni-
0: this is 96. Vince Vaughn this is there's no wedding crashers yet. There's no right. no MCU. There's no Mandalorian. There's no Manda.
1: Yeah, there there was nothing. Like these guys Iron didn't Man. become famous until way after this.
0: Yeah.
2: That's it interesting. Worked- you Sorry, real quick, Rob. You you bring I'm just curious how that works because why would spielberg sign up like i thought doesn't the composer essentially have control over that i think That's like well spielberg. i think
1: uh, i think that they had some uh, from what i everything i read it seemed like it was spielberg that got involved in being able to uh to sell hmm. that like, I, I, don't right. know, I don't know i don't know what him and i think it was what john williams who composed that right yeah I just—it yeah, was
2: just a weird concept to me. I would think that the guy who made the music would essentially have control. Well, maybe
1: they went to Spielberg to make it happen,
2: and he was like, "I'll reach out well, to John." Me, yeah, that—that
1: like, yeah. that could totally be the uh, the case.
2: Word word. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, it I just sold. was one of those things
2: where I was just like, "What?"
1: I'm sure. I'm sure John Williams was involved in some. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: He's so uh, money. John Williams. He's so yeah, money. Is. yeah. But yeah. So <laughs> Trent gets her number. And kind of just like ignores like her ramblings and then just uh, sticks it out long enough to get the number. He ends up walking away with her number and takes her cigar. Right, he's got a cigar too. Yeah, yeah, I think there's it's a moment where like he's that. smoking
1: it. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because he uh, at the casino he was telling um, he was telling Mike's like I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's like all mm-hmm. I do is I look at their mouth and I furrow my eyebrows and I'm just the big sweetie. Yeah, and no, that's what I'm happens in this scene. Kind of. It's funny. Yep. What I like about this, there's so many great payoffs to the lines that are oh, being said sure. in the film.
0: They're written really well. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh <laughs> it's funny. Just the way he walks away. He like rips up her number too. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, and they're all looking at was like, you're that's you're a out. fucking asshole. Yeah,
0: such an asshole. He's like, She's Mike, see Mike it. says it. Mike's kind of at this point in the movie, Mike's starting to come into his own. Yeah. So he's sort of like, no, that's not actually cool, man. Like, yeah, it's cool that you can pick up chicks. But for what? Like, you Me have no it intent. Like? It isn't you have no intent to do anything with that. And like now you got this girl's hopes up and like, because Mike's a romantic.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: He's a romantic guy of the group for sure. And Charles says, like, this place is dead anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get out of there. <laughs> this place is dead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mike, they go to a bar after this in between um, and Mike meets that woman from Starbucks, right? And remembers him asking for an application. Yeah.
1: yeah. And he's trying to like
0: be suave about like... The Jaws thing plays games. again
1: here at the bar.
0: Yeah. I got all these acting gigs going on. And it's super awkward because she's like, no, no, I remember you from somewhere else. It's. Uh,
1: I think you asked came me in, for an application like two yeah, weeks Yeah, and I ago. introduced
0: you to my boss. Uh, yeah. You were looking for a job. I didn't know Starbucks was even around in 96. I'm like, damn, this is...
1: That was early in on. In LA,
0: right? Like it started out in California, correct? Oh, no, Seattle. You no, know, it started out in Seattle, yeah,
1: and yeah. Um, I yeah. think that eventually it it, it ninety six is like when it really started to become pretty big, and it started to franchise <laughs> out to much. That's of pretty places.
0: crazy, yeah. To think about, yeah, because I think they mentioned it in um Demolition Man too, right?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of like uh
0: about the the wars, and they may have you know, just
1: picked that out of like you know some you know local franchise out of the out of the ass yeah, franchise like wars.
2: It's a uh, it's a and it's a bit in austin powers
1: too Mm -hmm. but his boys uh they get him
0: to go they go get the lady's number they're like go get her number you know yeah you're so money
1: and you don't even know it go out there and get that guy's number
0: you're like this bear with these claws man and they're sharp claws and you just just want to get get the bunny bro she's like a little bunny and you're like you gotta you're gonna kill the bunny but you don't know how to kill the bunny you're just like you got these claws man and you're so money you're (laughs) so money man it's so funny it's so I just great. remember that part when I was a kid, like the way they speak. It just stood out as weird to me, but funny. Totally. And I took it. I understood when I was a teenager too, because I was about sixteen when I saw this. Probably, you know, like they were obviously influenced by, you know, Sinatra and those kind of thing. And I could tell from the vibe of like their shirts, like their. Yeah. I forgot what, what those like two tone velour. Yeah, those like bowling style shirts or yeah. whatever. Yeah um yeah and the greaser sort of style and like that i also love the thing. wallet
1: chains you remember the those? Wallet chains? Yeah. yeah yeah that
0: zoot suit riot sort of deal that's what they're kind of going for here and i yeah you know, like i kind of dig yeah. that i wasn't into. i that. also want to
1: talk i also want to talk about like the because that bar that they were at you had like that that duo that uh uh that singer duo oh yeah yeah covering <laughs> yeah were, like why so, they, so they were really old fucking bad they were terrible. awesome
0: they were kind of cool. Like, it was like a vibe, though.
1: I, I, I No, I liked it. It was like
0: loungy, very lou- like cringy lounge singer vibe. Yep. Like, Dude, covers. Was... <laughs> but I sort of dug it. I felt like they knew that, too, when they go there. Like, that's their spot because it's weird. Yeah, it's the, know. right.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it because just... they do bar hop a, a good amount in this movie. Yeah.
1: I was like, it, i no, I was like, I would have liked to, I would have gone to a bar like that. I liked it. But it's just more of like, man, like, they must, like the those singers that it's a draw for somebody and it's like, like the wedding singers people because sort of. they I, said like you know, it's like oh uh i forgot what their names were it's like you know so and so nightly and so apparently oh yeah, they were killing
0: it bro some lounge lizards for sure <laughs> yeah i dig it though and there's this funny exchange too when he gets the number about like when he should call her like two days is standard three days this, is a little different
2: bro this is perfect
0: yeah this is this, is, this is how dudes talk by the way ladies uh mike how long are you guys gonna wait to call your babies? Well, I don't say babies, but and then Trent and Sue are like, oh, six days. Yeah, like they yeah. don't even listen to the advice that they're giving him. They're right. Like, oh, we're different. We six days. That's yeah, time, yeah. You know, for us. But
2: <laughs> dude, and then that next scene is like every guy has fucking gone through that. And it it like I like was crying laughing watching him like call her and leave the voicemail and then fucking call Second back and guess
0: himself yeah
2: and he's just like you You can tell he's so fucking deep in his he is he's inceptioned so fucking deep into his, into his it's like, clearly she'll
0: hear this next message and yeah, understand and, what I meant
2: and he's, he's just ruining it off. and he calls like seven times yeah, and then bro. finally he calls and he's like it's just not gonna work out blah 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 yeah, it's not and you, he calls it's again right. and she picks up and she's like yo don't ever. ever fucking call me again dog oh, <laughs> he's you, like, are? Yeah. oh you are home Oh, you did hear it. All.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because so, he has this uh, argument with Sue when they're leaving. Right. Sue bumps into those dudes and he pulls a gun, which is like out of nowhere. Like Sue's been a pretty cool sort of yeah. character at this point. And yeah. He up, like he pulls his gun. But it turns out. out
1: he's a hothead.
0: Yeah. Everybody gets upset. Because yeah. he's from Anaheim, bro. You don't
1: understand, Rob. You're not from there. Like that's yeah. it's hard. Well, though. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm only from like, you know, Los Angeles, but uh, you know, not, yeah. not Anaheim.
0: But everybody else is upset. Like I, that guy Charlie Charles was like, "I'm out of here. See you later. Yep. <laughs> fuck that
1: this shit." This place is dead anyway. Yeah, this place yeah. is dead
0: anyway. And he's like, "Phew." And uh, <laughs> they, uh, and they basically like split up. And that's when he, him and Mike get into it, right? Because Mike calls him on that, and then like he tells Mike, like, "Man, you need to get over your ex. You, you moved out to L.A. You haven't even gotten laid yet." Like he breaks him down a little bit,
1: and it's you know, yeah. He said, kind of he's like, that TV number tonight, is but is you're work.
0: just gonna fuck it up." Right. And that's exactly yeah. down. well, done.
1: he was right, by the way. Yeah. But it's just more of like that was probably what was on his mind. But you know, he's obviously trying to build up his friend, and I. But I think that he's drunk. He's got like a lot of adrenaline going, and he he mowed and he up. totally
2: started that fucking thing. Like he won yeah. one thousand percent that was all him. You know what I mean? What bumping I- the guy? Well, I, yeah I I can't remember if he bumps it, but he's just like well, what'd you say bitch
1: it, it was a, it was an accident he escalated. Like, oh, it, it, it right. was like oh he, all he had to say is like oh shit I'm sorry man like sorry well but me.
2: he's but the Sue is the first one to call him a bitch he was like watch yourself bitch or something like that yeah, it's, it's, and it then it, the it, guy it's, turns it's, around and
1: is like what the fuck did you say and
2: then, the, okay. it's, and then the posturing happens but like he for sure sought that action out like he saw those mm. dudes and was like yep I'm gonna make something of this right now
1: yeah. And that, and this pretty is, drunk, where, huh? and yeah. this is what Trent is shows that he's kind of a stand up guy. He's like, Hey, you shut the fuck up. Yeah. He's like, like yeah. Just, I don't want to fucking hear it anymore. Shut up. Yeah. Like, you don't talk to my guy like that. Yeah. yeah.
2: He, I love that. Yeah. He does that. And he's like, Yeah, man. He's like, No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Strange. Yeah. I like that the, the, the group sort of like spirals there for a minute. Mike goes into a little spiral for a couple of days. He's looking at old things of his ex. It's, yeah. His beard's growing box, in a little bit. Yeah. It's only two days, so it's very exaggerated. It's like, oh my God, he's in such a funk. The, 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 yeah, dr- yeah. the, the blinds are drawn. And he's it's like, a, the
1: blind, and he has like a beard all of a sudden. Yeah, a, all of a sudden he's yeah, got a beard. Yeah, dude, and Rob visits with some yeah, OJ had, and a like sandwich a or something. Bucket. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he apparently likes drinking OJ when he's like depressed or something. I don't know. Yeah, because his boy brings Trent it in. mentioned it earlier too. He's like, let yeah. you sat in your house for 10 days just drinking OJ or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's like two days. And then I like that Rob when he gets there, he mentions like, Oh, it's been two days. You should call that Nikki girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they mention it like, God, He's like, They pull
2: yeah. that out a couple of times. And the way he just look, he's just
0: like, Ugh. Yeah, Vaughn mentions it later when they because he uh it's a good bit of acting here with Ron Livingston. I feel like when he talks to Mike and then he kind of Mike gets decides yeah. like, you know what, let's go get a bite to eat. Like, let's go out to eat.
1: I think, um, yeah, because this is the moment where I think you know, the the advice of Sue and Trent as well meaning as it was is bad advice for a guy it's like It's not Mike. for Mike, yeah. Not for Mike.
0: Mike's not that Ron guy.
1: Ron is more like Mike, but like yeah. maybe not as neurotic as Mike. And no. so Ron is like, "Hey, you know what? It's I've gone through this before." Yeah, it's going good. Gonna, you know, I've been through a long relationship and the thing the thing is going to happen is like you got to just like kind of just go through your thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta let it pass, and then you're, there's gonna come a day where you're gonna forget about it. Yeah, you're gonna forget about the pain, and then there's gonna come a point where, like, where when you don't when you don't have that pain anymore, you do think you're about. You're gonna it. feel sad about that too. Yeah,
2: you're gonna miss
0: the pain, right? You're gonna miss,
2: the yeah. Pain, yeah. That's, That's like you
1: pain. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah,
1: I think that
0: is yeah. a good bit of writing too. I think this movie does kind of, even though there's jokes and stuff, made, It does kind of, um pinpoint that feeling of like because every, guy, Especially every for a guy. guy has
1: been there yeah. every yeah, guy exactly. has been like you know there uh, we all have like those trends in our life we've all there's people who we know who have been mike maybe you have been the mike mm-hmm. uh or maybe you've been ron yeah or maybe you're a hothead like maybe you're like sue i don't know but every yeah. there's every character in this film you know somebody or you are like that yeah, it
0: represents ha- a good family, like dynamic friendship. Yeah, family.
1: it's not it th- this is not just some sort of like, you know, just uh, you know, sweep across the board like oh, they're all the same character. No, for See, sure, that's yeah.
0: sort of what my issue was with last week. There's similarities between this film and last week's, you know, uh, first-time filmmaker, like a uh, first-time like fucking writer coming up yeah. starring in his own film, you know, sort of friends, a friend group based around a nightlife thing, you know, like the pool hole sort of a nightlife thing too. Yeah. Yep. And we don't have the hustling thing going on, but it's still like a friendship thing. And I just thought, like, in comparison, I like the the way the friendship is portrayed in this more than, say, like, uh Pool Hall Junkies. Like, I think that movie could have benefited from a little bit more of that friend yeah. dynamic, maybe more fe- feeling more genuine. No, than I, I, comical. I see what you're
1: saying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In retro, you know, in comparison, but.
2: It's still a classic, but. yeah,
0: Yeah, it's definitely an instant classic. <laughs> for sure. I can't take that away, but. Yes, dicks. uh but yeah, uh, when they go to they go to Sue's house. Uh, that's Sue's house, right? Where, where the Genesis is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they, oh, it's Sue's, Trent place, and right? Sue's
1: apartment. They, oh, Trent room. and
0: Sue's. Okay, it's pretty cool. They go there, and Mike's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because yeah, the dudes that they got into it with a couple of nights before, they're hanging out there, playing in the NHL and drinking. Yeah, yeah,
1: and and this is also this goes back to like the type of guy that Trent is because trent is the one that's they ended up meeting kind of brokered the piece later on and trent is the one that's kind of smoothed everything over it's like hey Mm -hmm. you know uh, know, are we cool like yeah it's like hey you know we're this this and this happened Come by our place and it's like yeah and it's like hey why don't we you know and you know Sue's like hey let me buy you they went to roscoe's chicken and waffles which let me tell you that place is the fucking shit out here yeah Um, i've heard and uh Yeah, the well,
2: they they specifically say that they like he's like, hey, they fucking love Trent. They love the they love how he talks, you know what I mean? And then they make they make a bunch of references to them as like the hip hop kids, you know what I mean? Like the 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 funky bunch them. Yeah, yeah. New
0: kids, the new kids on the block.
2: Yeah. So. So, you know, they, (laughs) they I like I like like that reference and they're like, you know, so of course they're gonna like a guy like Trent, who just kind of fucking shoots it from the hip, loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of making everybody. Trent can get along that.
0: with like anybody. It feels like. Yeah, that. exactly. That... You
2: can plug that guy into. Or any rub somebody the wrong way too. Right,
1: yeah. Right. But I think, like you know, he did that out of genuine concern for Sue, and like he he wanted to make things right because he know that Sue fucked up. Yeah, and he didn't, he didn't want it, and kind of like what how he backed up Mike. He wanted to back up his roommate, who's also his friend. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, and Sue, at this moment, get, takes a moment to apologize to Mike also, and they're like, nah, it's all right, it's fine." He's like, dude, dude like, what, what is that anything? line that it's... Mike
2: says when they pull the gun? He's like, "Haven't you ever seen Boys in the Hood? You asshole! Now one of us yeah. is." Gonna get yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they pull away, yeah. yeah. No one was. Oh to to
2: fuck, that was hilarious. Uh, and, and in this
0: moment too, Trent mentions Nikki. Also, he says, "Uh, it's been two days. You should call that girl." Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I I do love the callbacks in this film. It's like, yeah, it's they hilarious. they fucking
2: nailed it, bro. Really, really, just smoked it. Like
0: <laughs> they go out to a swingers event at this point. Um, they have this night plan that. He heard over the phone was like they were gonna go to this place, this, and then there's like this Sinatra thing or whatever. So, you know, we might dip here and this place and this bar, you know, because as soon as they get to a place, they
1: figure, oh, this place is dead, and then they leave right. and they go next spot. You
0: know, No, to me, a lot of the places that they say are dead look like
1: they're hopping. Yeah, for they sure. Are, yeah. yeah. So I think that is the uh, what the fuck place Yeah, because
0: they walk through this place, it's like a restaurant, right? Or a hotel or They yeah, walk it's through like the, the, the back hand. door
1: yeah like good fellas like good yeah yeah. that's the scene that they're they're playing off of Yeah, that's
0: what it was giving
1: the line and just kind of going through um i think it was dope yeah i believe that was the dresden room
0: okay oh that sounds right that's a place they frequent a lot like yeah yeah a couple times which makes
2: sense they know the bouncer they got the back room cut you know Mm -hmm. that makes
0: sense yeah and when they get there, the dancing's popping off. Big bad voodoo daddy's playing. And oh, sorry, I,
1: I apologize. It's um the derby. That's it. the derby is where they went to with. Um, oh, okay,
0: that's where the swingers yeah, thing was going on.
1: There, the, one of the other lounges was the Dresden Room, which is mm-hmm. a was a frequent spot of Favreau and Vince Vaughn. That's why, like, they used it.
3: Yeah. Oh and, no shit.
1: Yeah. The other thing about this too, like a lot of these parties that they were uh, filming at. They were doing some guerrilla filming because they uh, these are real parties. That yeah, these are real parties, like Hollywood Hills. Yeah, and so they that's why like some of the lighting is different. Like wow, that because they weren't actually able to film there, so they but they just filmed any.
0: That's hilarious. (laughs) That's interesting. I like that.
1: That's also how they saved a lot of money.
0: (laughs) It's guerrilla, yeah. Yeah, we get this moment uh, where the Trent. Is fucking with Sue. Trent and Sue are like really drunk in this at this part uh, in the bar. Dude, yeah, they are fucked up. They're real fucked up. And he's fucking with him because this poor girl, like, Sue never called her back or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, no, yeah. no, no, I called you. And he's like, no, but wait, there was no, there was, there would have been time for you to call her that day. I yeah. And he's like, you never like, mentioned her. What? I
2: would have remembered you yeah. mentioning
0: her. And she's like, what? And and you can see Sue's like, fucking dude, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and each time fuck? it progresses, there's like more girls there. Like now Vince Vaughn's
1: got like two girls on his arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're just like throwing down shots like while they're dude, watching Mike. It's like great.
0: crazy. And they're, yeah, there, our boy Mike sees Heather Graham. Yep. Her character from across the bar. And he goes over to her and begins a conversation. And they start talking. And they have, they have a lot in common, actually. Mm-hmm. And Trent and Sue are just watching him, like so proud, bro. Yeah, yeah. So proud, like proud dads. Dads so proud of their baby boy. Yep. And he's and Mike's money, man. Heather Graham yep. looks amazing here. Well,
2: he visualized her as a bunny.
0: Yeah. So he he was ready he to go in for the kill as the bear. Yeah. Right. With those sharp claws, he went in there, and he knew. Yeah, she
2: girl. she looks fantastic. For this is she like
0: so good. Early, early. yeah, is bro. What, this wow. is one of our first appearances.
2: Yeah, because I'm not deep to... first. What was Boogie
0: Nights? Uh, late 90s, I want to say. Yeah, 97. Hold on, Heather Graham. I bet she's done some TV before that, but but yeah, she looked good, dude. It was funny because at first I didn't her. recognize her
2: and I was like, damn, shoot, that that chick looks mad familiar. And I'm like sitting there the... and then it, I was like, oh, shit, it is Heather Graham.
0: Yeah, she's been in some stuff before that, but yes, but she looks great in this. I love her like little part. She's so cute and they have this like moment, um, together. And Trent and Sue are watching. They're just like in awe of like, look at our boy. Look at our boy. Yeah. Heather Graham, just like, I like how she calls them on this. Like they're talking sort of as if like it's about somebody else and not them. And she's like, well, what if she wanted to go out uh, and dance with the guy? And he's like, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. The no, you know, is the guy into dancing like or whatever. And then next thing you know, she asks him to dance and they go to dance. And he kills it, dude. Yeah, they start with a slow song, and then the next song picks up. And he's sort of like, "Oh shit!" And he's got to like learn the steps a little bit, but he goes along with it. He's super into her. Yeah. Oh just, yeah. Because no, it does skip I, I ahead. Like they've talked too. for a while at the bar, huh?
1: And I think she's into him too because they oh, for her. sure. And I see, I they have a lot else. in common. Yeah, and I think yeah because they have a lot in common. She is kind of dealing with the same thing that he went through. Mm-hmm. Moving away. And it's to like oh wow, her. we can kind of connect by this, and uh, you know I uh something of like all of all the actors in this film she has the most credits at this point you know obviously she took off like uh just as much as the rest of these guys yeah because the very next year she was in boogie nights and that really
0: that's sh- what it was okay of, yeah yeah she looks she
1: so cute in uh,
0: this stuff so. yeah,
1: yeah i mean and then she won uh, like austin powers the, mm-hmm. the spy and um
0: dude uh, i
2: it's but, funny because normally i can read movies pretty good as i'm watching them you know what i mean and this one I I thought for sure at one point I was like, okay, Rob is definitely fucking his ex.
0: Like I was like Oh was no, like, his shit. friend. Yeah, I was like, he's
2: gonna be the fucking this dirtbag that's been fucking oh, her behind shit. his back this whole time or something. That would have been crazy. I didn't even think about that. And then um and then I thought Heather Graham was a prostitute
0: for sure. I was like, Oh shit. Oh that they like paid too- hate- Right. They said, oh, like, so, oh,
1: okay. So I have a point to make, I was going to make this later That's on. Very in- true romance. Yeah. 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 So I was going to make this point later on, but I'm going to talk about it now. So the, uh, the, another point about this movie is despite the production company or the, the independent production companies that were behind this, they were wanting to, um, you know, the shooting schedule was very, very tight. It was eight yeah. done in 18 days. um, and most of the people were cast based off of casual auditions or they were acquaintances of the cast and crew. I just talked about how Vince Vaughn's dad's in the film. Johnny's Grandmother's in it. They had wanted guys like, uh, they wanted more popular actors like at this point was Chris O'Donnell and Johnny Depp. I don't know what roles they would have played, but uh, they also wanted the film to be much more in a, dar- a kind of a dark and kind of fucked up uh, uh range as well
2: like a thriller or something
1: like a thriller a little bit but like i think that you know the the thing that you brought up like what you were thinking i think that that's what they had in mind too yeah yeah i just
2: it's i thought that was i mean i obviously i was wrong but i just i i I don't know i thought i thought for sure that's what was going down
1: yeah i mean i and maybe that maybe that was the the what the production company was wanting wanting to do and kind of making it more of like because uh, at the time in the 90s the erotic thriller was a big thing like why right. uh basic instinct shit like uh-huh. that that was huge in the in the 90s so maybe they were trying to maybe make s- this comedy more god they didn't get the that yeah yeah i'm like.
2: super glad they didn't but but
1: um because yeah, yeah oh, the it, it's a nice refreshing it. thing that it's not like that but i think vaughn got that. um psycho that shortly way. after this right what's that Vaughn picked up
0: the his role in Psycho, the remake, after this. Yeah, oh,
1: God, yes. Yeah, I, he yeah, I did.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but back to Mike and his dancing. Dude, yeah. he does so well. And it's a moment, she's, like, super impressed. And it turns out that, like... He took some dancing lessons with his ex. Um, right. Not necessarily. Did Navro take but...
1: up dancing lessons for this role? Because he looked pretty good on the floor.
0: I, it looked like maybe he's just into sort of swinging. Maybe it uh, might be his hobby his or something. Movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, could be. he is into old Hollywood sort he, of. Uh, he is so. a he is an interesting guy. Like just he's like very... he's a boxer, and he's written that into his next movie, uh, Made. Yeah, I actually I'm I was just talking about that he too. That. He's in good shape in this movie too. He's young. He is in. Yeah, he's in. Really yeah, it's funny
2: because you you can really see in his face, like you know what I mean. When I think of John Favreau, I think you know you know big he's bloated kind of boy, him.
0: like you know
2: he's you know yeah. he's uh, he's older now, but you you see him there and he just he look like he looks a uh, young, like a young, jo- you know what I mean? His his jaws kind of cut, you know. Mm-hmm. He's got real, he's real definitive. Like he just. It's funny if you if you haven't seen this movie, you you really should watch it just just to see how much fucking different yeah, John
0: Farro looks and Vince yeah. Vaughn I feel like too
2: and Vaughn yes
0: yes Vaughn I think is Vaughn a little bit similar to
2: how he looks still today but yeah but
0: he's definitely younger I just mean to see a young yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. but yeah his dancing is like impressive bro like and they have this moment where they're just going at it and you could tell like she's falling in in this moment right here there's that moment where he dips her and he does yep. everything and he doesn't kiss her even though he probably could have you know I mean she's oh yeah anticipating it. Because they just met, so yeah, you know, it would have been. But he's like so into her, and they have this like chemistry right off the bat. And you could see like tears of joy in Sue and Trent. They're so drunk, like at the table. Yeah, like, yeah look at our boy, look at the baby. Yeah, yeah. Trent's uh, <laughs> crying, and Mike walks her to the car. Right, he says uh, he'd like to see her again, and she says, "Well, I'll be around." And he's like assertively says, That's "Yeah, good not enough. gonna be good enough. I want to make plans to see you again." And she goes yeah. to her car to get a pen. I like that. Yep. Uh, at this moment mike's in the driver's seat you know he's doing his thing you know this is like his girl he had he knows what he's doing right here and he's like yep I, whatever I, like i get it like there's chemistry here and i'm just gonna go with the flow with uh, this this lady yep and yeah he just does whatever he wants he doesn't listen to their advice you know what i mean right and they exchange they both exchange numbers i believe I, he gets he gives him gives her his number too because that's how she calls him right I think yeah, I, I wasn't sure. I, I he, guess because he gives her the card too. I think that's how she mentioned the
1: card. So oh, she because she asked like, "Oh, can I have your card?" As that's well. right.
0: That's right.
3: Yeah.
1: Because he got her number.
0: Yeah, and and, it has the number. And on she's
1: it. like, they connected over like the uh, the his his business card. Yeah, and I have one too, which has his number on it, obviously. So yeah, that uh, was that's how she, they exchanged numbers.
0: I like it. It seems like a little pushy for a minute. I guess maybe, but I like it. It's assertive and much more like, no, I don't want to chance this. Like, really like you. I would like to see you again. Can we make plans? You know what I mean? And I think that's fine because she's sort of like, okay, you know what? Yeah. You see him like, yeah, I'll see you again. You know? So, yeah, I I dig that. And I like that moment for his character. I thought it's really good since she's just like super cute here too. Like that, she's got the way she got her hair done, like that little curls on the side. Oh yeah, I mean, yes, I think it's great. Great in he looks great. He looks great in that like that outfit too, like that swingers. Uh, well, yeah, this the,
1: the swingers outfit. It's kind of yeah, like I that love it.
0: Nineties, cool the Yeah, the the ladies look really cool in those outfits. Yeah, but the boys go out to eat after this, as they tend to. You know, you do in the nightlife. This, this is where diners. Trent is
1: an asshole.
0: <laughs> Trent and Sue are drunk here, and Trent. This is great. Trent is perfect here. Yeah, yeah. Trent oh, yeah he...
1: He... Trent,
0: Trent's giving him a Trent and Sue are giving him advice, and Mike tells him like he's like, I got this one.
2: Yeah, chill, boys. I got it. Dad's he's got it. Don't not. worry about
0: it.
1: You got it now. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> you're thing. all grown up.
0: Yeah, yeah he's grown up. Trent and Sue are giving him advice, and Mike's like, Yo, bro. Like, nah, I got this. I don't want to fuck this one up. Like, I, yeah. I I know what I'm gonna do here. And yeah, it's it's I like it, though, because Trent causes the scene or whatever. And like, it's like, yeah, oh my God. Like, it's, it's so
2: out. awesome. He gets me. on the table and he's yeah. waving <laughs> because he's like, you always got to make some big production every yeah. time you go out,
0: and make it all about you. And he's like,
2: oh, watch. Oh, yeah, my baby. drunk
0: yeah. as fuck. So he. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Mike contemplates calling Lorraine in a couple mm-hmm. of days on the calendar. Right. He puts it on there and he's like, this is where uh, so I'll get to technically, here.
1: Technically, he is following the advice. The advice. Yeah. Of
0: yeah, because that seems to be like industry standard—is you wait two days, right? Right. Yeah, standard, yeah. right? And then if you want to wait six days or three or whatever, that's up to you. Uh, so Mike contemplates that, and as he's doing that, he seems like well, you know what I mean? Like, and you're kind of like, yeah, just call her, man, or you know, whatever. Fucking don't even wait, Mike. Like, just call. Yeah. Her. Right. Run he's, it. He's doing this, and then Michelle, his ex, finally calls him. She calls. It's
2: the like, fucking. It's just like yeah. Rob tells him.
0: He's like, yeah.
2: as soon as you're over it
0: and so you're, you're not. Call.
2: That's when it hits.
0: That's right. That's, That's the a callback. That's good. That's a good observation, John.
1: The callback.
0: Yeah. And she's been she calls him and she's been thinking about us, meaning him. Right. And he and then he gets this other call on the other line. It's Lorraine. And I love this. I love that. She she goes to him like, oh, I'll let you go. You know, and he's like, yeah, no, no big. On. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. And he decides to take Lorraine's call. He's excited yeah. to ask. Uh, she's excited to uh, ask him if she he wants to go to the Sinatra thing.
2: Oh, dude. Yeah. The conversation that she gives him is perfect.
0: Yeah. And because it's what you were going to say, right?
2: Yeah. It's just like it's him. Right. It's like him. Exactly. Like she's like, my friend said to wait two days, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to call. It's this play. Like it's just and then you kind of just see him like his character. Like he's just like, fuck, this lady is perfect for me, bro. Like it's just like it's sinking into him, like how perfect she is.
1: Yeah. And I think th- this is the other thing is that I think that Mike has been wanting to find a woman that would pursue him at, uh, because she likes him just as much as she as he likes her. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. I sure. never had with Michelle, his ex.
0: Yeah. Right. We could. Assume, yeah, possibly. I mean, uh, for all we know, they had a good
1: relationship, but you know, oh, he, they says, they yeah, he says they did. Mo- that-
0: and he and he moved. Well,
1: according to him, we don't we have no idea what Michelle thought. Sure. Fair. It seems mm-hmm. like she's misses him. So
0: obviously whatever this she's point, been dating yeah. right now is not as good as she's realized that like, oh, shit, Mike's still.
2: Oh, I love that jab that they get in on the guy. He's like, yeah, I heard because uh, he asked him, he's like, well, what does he do? And he's like, she I heard he yeah. uh, does the carriage or some shit for the park or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, bro, what the, the fuck is sweating about? The
1: dude?
2: Yeah, he's because what I can't remember. What did he say that Michelle did? What was her occupation?
1: Oh, fuck! I forgot what she did. Like she was some sort of... um, it was nothing like, like a concierge or something like that. Yeah, like, nothing. It was, you're it was nothing she like an uproot herself a little bit
0: and move. Yeah,
2: through. it was nothing where it was like, and he's like, Doug, you're all fucking tore up over fucking this, whatever she was doing, and and a fucking lawn jockey, bro. What yeah. are you doing? Like, I kind of you know wish what? they
0: showed his comedy side a little bit more, though. Yeah, so, yeah,
2: but, I do, too. That 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 is for sure. That, at first, I yeah. thought
0: that was just like an act that he was even a comedian because he said it after he told a bad joke. So I was like, oh, just right. joking about being a comedian. But he was right, right. So He's Talking yes. to Christian, So the uh,
1: the person who voiced Michelle, that is the line producer of the film.
0: Ah, and yes, one of the producers okay. of
1: the film that did the voice of Michelle for because uh, we never see her. So it's just no. it's, it's just just in pictures. Just in pictures and we uh, maybe that's the same girl. I don't I have no idea.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. But I like that he did. He takes a stand. He's like, no, nah, I want to talk to Lorraine.
2: You yeah, know? it's awesome. This is the yeah. part of the love story for me. Like, I'm a sucker for a good love story, dude. And just this part is so sweet. It's just perfect.
0: Yeah, because she's telling him exactly. Yeah, the, the same version of his like, oh, my friend said I should have waited two days, but yeah, I really, yeah, I, I really like, wanted to call you uh, cause of this thing tonight. You know? Yeah yeah and the look on his face like like he's ready to move on and live his life and he smiles at the sound of her voice like he's yeah. excited yep you know i, th- I like i
1: said i th- i had i think it has a lot to do with the fact that this is a person like him that you know and i think he does want to have this woman that is also just equally as equally as interested in him as he is in her well,
2: that makes sense because it takes all the guesswork out. He's not. Is this person into me or not? Am I doing uh-huh. the right thing? Am I like that? That's fucking gone. If someone yeah. is pursuing you, it's obvious they're into you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And he's the yeah. type of guy who is I, we can clearly tell from the phone calls to fucking Nikki. To, you know the the everything that he's gone through in the past he gets in his head and he just he's you yeah. know he's he's that's he the stage that, and that, takes he that, that he element out
1: of him. exactly
2: that removes it entirely once you have someone who is coming after you who's seeking you out it's like uh, the guesswork is gone it's like it's cool. great
1: yeah i lo- I like i love this part of the film and i do too. this is this is also shows what mike he he has overcome his struggle through the film, like he, his dependency
0: he... too on that like relationship. Like, yeah,
1: he triumphed.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's past it now. And he's like, fuck, i like found something that's like he wants to stay in L.A. now because even she even says, oh, I heard you might be moving yeah, back was... to the East Coast. And he's like, yeah, I don't know about that. Like because Lorraine's on the other line and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll, You know, I'll call you back about that. And she's like, oh, I'm about to leave. He's like, yeah, I know. I'll Whatever. Have to call you. Yeah, I have to call you back. We'll talk later. I promise. Yeah. Or Whatever, yeah, which he never he's did, he's sort of like, Oh, yeah, and he just like, Uh, yeah, I love it. He just throws himself into his new life here. He's like, fuck this. You know, he, nope. and
1: I think that so because the next because he uh, explains this particular uh, uh, exchange of with Trent later on, uh, right? Yeah, it's after a and I think this also show like, uh, I don't, this is the one scene that feels like a little bit out of place just because, added on. Is a, Because Trent has done so much like where, yeah, he's kind of a he's an interesting character, but his uh, his advice is done. It's always meant well. Yeah. But this shows a little bit like where Trent's uh, whatever he has fails him.
0: Well, because he's not it shows to me like Mike smiles when he sees this uh, with Trent because Trent sees this woman. And he's like, yo, she's really into me. Hold on, hold on. She's yeah. she's sending me the vibe, like this oh, cooey, cooey little baby vibe. She's you know, she's, baby thing, yeah, yeah, a little, uh, yeah, I'll be her daddy, you know? And like, she's yeah, kicking, yeah. throwing me kisses and shit. And he's like, hold on, Mike, I got this, like this. Oh, don't look. She's throwing this vibe. And, but um, it turns out she's just with her kid and she's yeah, an actual you know, baby. Her baby. Yeah. And then walks out and she's like a hot mom and Mike smiles. Cause I thought, I think it's like Trent seems like he's got it all figured out, but honestly, no one truly does. Right. Right. So he can take this opportunity
2: to break his balls, you know, but he doesn't, he's just like,
0: and like Trent, uh, Mike's okay with that. And he's okay with like where his life is headed. You know, he's learning to be content. I feel like, so like, he understands that like, look, this is a moment where like fucking Trent was off, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And 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 actually this this scene was bait. I, I, if I read correctly, this was something that actually happened to Vince on it. Okay. And
0: like (laughs) listening to Mike, listening to his own gut, in this situation with Heather uh, Graham's character, you know what I mean? Like that shows him like, yeah, that was right. Like I can't take the advice of everybody all the time and listen to everybody. Like I have to do my own thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I like that too, because it's just that yeah, you have, sometimes you have to listen to your gut and yeah, maybe you're wrong, maybe you're not, but, uh, and it's good to have friends who care about you enough to give that advice. But sometimes you have to like, you have to take that all in. It's like, that's not the right approach this time. And you have to go your own way. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like that about this film. And it's yeah. Yeah, a feel good film, man. I, I yeah. really like this.
0: Yeah. And so that's the ending. Uh, it sounds like you guys like the ending for the most part. I did. Yeah. yeah. You, would you have no, preferred no. it that it ended on the phone call with Heather? Yes, I, I
2: wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, have been mad if it ended there, but um, I don't. I mean, I don't
0: see any. Problem. Like him taking the call, like telling him I've, telling his ex to hold on to take Lorraine's call. Or something here's like that. here's the thing. The majority of this film
2: that. is about him with his boys. Yeah, the, the, the majority of this film is his trials and tribulations of yeah. of going through this with his friends.
0: You're right. And if the this doesn't light... work out with Heather Graham's character, who do you think is going to help pick him up? Exactly. Him? To,
2: that, to, yeah. to, to, to me, it's more important. It's like this ending makes sense because it's like his friend, like his friend knows that they did their job, that he's he's all right. He's moved on. It's kind of like the 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 seal on the envelope. You know what I mean? Like. This, this is what he's been working towards this whole film is like mm-hmm. his friends have been trying to get him to this state. And now he's he's there. So I, I think it, it pays off on that on that friendship aspect, because if it if it just if you end the movie there, which is like he got the girl, then it's like, well, then what was the movie about just getting the girl or about friendship? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. Personally, obviously, it's all. okay. Fucking... Well,
1: I, you know what? You make a good point, John, because, yeah, you're right. This is about guys and their friends. And so, yeah, maybe ending it with Trent is the better ending. And like, but it also what I also what I do appreciate about the film is it doesn't like have us on like whatever the next the date is with him and Lorraine. Yeah, Yeah, I like that,
2: that too. They leave that to
1: us. Yeah. Thank God. You know, it's like we don't need to see that. Like I I like the open endedness about that. It's like I I hope that it ends like in a really good way. And maybe I assume
0: that they have that same magic they had the night that they first met. When yeah that's that's what i'm hoping and like, for and then, yeah you know it's kismet like
1: so but yeah i now could i would i have been happy enough with the ending of the bone conversation
0: yes that would have been cool yeah yeah but i taking the other call and like, but i think on. john
1: john has a good point is that this is a film about guys and their friends and how they deal with each other's problems and obviously like mike's problems are the ones that we are focused on because he's our main character right so yeah, I think it is kind of good that it ends the way that it does. I'm I do not, like
0: I at the end. I, I think it, it sounds to me like you thought it's it feels a little tacked on that they kind of kick. Uh, no,
1: I don't think it's tacked on. But okay. I'm just saying like it could it. I'm glad we have it. It's, it's funny. It's it's a it's. And it also like I they think kind
0: of kick Trent's character a little bit like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, like, like, like
1: that's the only thing is like, uh, you know, it, it felt like it was more about kicking down Trent's character more than uplifting in a model. sense
0: be, only because it's grounding both of them. It's showing that like Mike's figured it out. He's found a lady that he likes and he's moved on. And yes, he did take some of the advice of his friends for the, for the most part. He did it his way. Yeah, that's right. And he's realized that like, yeah, I don't need to, you know what I mean? Like and like, I think that's he holds his friends up a little high too, like because of how k- charismatic Trent is. hmm. You know, but he doesn't have it all together all the time. Like I right. said, nobody does. So he sees like right here, like yeah, exactly. Trent called the scene wrong. You know, it wasn't what he thought it was. And yep. I think it's just a moment where he's just like, All right, yeah, whatever, bro. Trent I, bro. I am
1: <laughs> like absolutely satisfied with the ending. Kind of looks fun. out
0: the window and like he's content. And we assume like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna go out tonight and go see um what the hell is her name again? I forgot. Oh, Lorraine. Rain. Lorraine. Yeah, yeah. Like the quiche.
2: Like the quiche. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Funny but, yeah. joke. Yeah, I think it's a pretty cool ending. I think it's a decent film for a small, like, little budgeted film. Yeah. You guys want to get in the review? Yeah, let's do it. it.
2: This is is your flick, Berg. Uh, It's only right. You start us off, kid. All right. Thanks,
0: baby boy. I got you. All right. Uh, Yeah, so like I said, I I, I like the gritty DIY style of this film. Uh, Much like last week's pick, Pool Hall Junkies, it focuses on, like, a sort of style of nightlife with, like, a younger cast, and I like that. Um... That was part of what I did enjoy of the film last week too. Was that that sort of look into this nightlife? Um, like you had said, John, like you had never really been in the pools, but you were in the arcade, so it was cool to see that glimpse. And I sort of like this was like a glimpse into like LA nightlife uh, during oh, this time, or at least certain parts of the nightlife, lounges and shit like that, bars. Uh, I enjoyed the acting a good bit. I thought really, I really liked the gang of friends a lot. I, I liked them more than I did in the last week's movie. This was sort of like what I kind of want from a film that sort of shows like a, a friend dynamic, like a more depth and not just like dumb jokes. Uh, and there's not much of it here, though, I think, in the film, but it does a, a little bit better job, I think, of establishing these characters and they're like be- with their conversations. I don't know. Their chemistry, I thought, just really worked well. Uh, Trent and Mike, in particular, seem to have a really a real relationship like their friendship seems genuine Favro and Vaughn seem like they are genuinely friends outside of this movie like and I believe these characters there's chemistry that they have I believe it um Vaughn especially I think shines in this one too he's just great and he's over the top but you know we've come to like expect that from him now but at this time this was like first time seeing Vaughn start to be unhinged a little bit where you get that unhinged Vaughn stand on the table guy yeah so he was great. Uh, I thought Favreau and Livingston also shine as well. Um, and all the side characters just in general were great Sue, Um, what's his name? The, uh, Charles, Charles was great. I love that actor. Yeah. He's just really cool. Um, I thought the film shows the nightlife side of LA. I thought was pretty well. Um, we've spoken on like city life, nightlife or just city, uh, scenes or aesthetics in movies, how it can like breathe life into a movie. Uh, you know and make the world feel real real um i thought this film has a decent amount of that i liked it um overall it's a fun film i thought that tells a well-paced story of loss and kind of getting over it and not letting your own insecurity stop you from being who you want to be and from doing what you want to do you know and like having a support system is important if, if you have good friendships you know what i mean where guys or friends or gals whoever you are uh, picks you up helps pick you up or whatever or tells it to you straight whether you want to hear that or not you know um I think we've all been there either <clears throat> excuse me in um Mike's position or in one of the friends position that has to pick up somebody like Mike so I think this film definitely resonates with that in a sense that uh, you know it's a fictional film but it feels uh realistic to me like this story that it's telling um yeah in a nutshell on Google actually describes this film as cheerful charming and hilarious and I I'd say that's apt. I I'd agree with that. There's some cons the whole ex girlfriend hang up gets a little old after a while for Mike's character, to be honest. Uh it's the entire crutch of like the film, like his yeah. character a little bit. And I get it, but it just um I don't know. There's like it paints his character a little like a touch pathetic. Uh and I know that's kind of where it's going. Um and I empathize with him though. So like especially when you're like getting over someone, especially first, like getting over somebody deeply like it's tough. Um, Fuck, yeah. It's not always fun to watch on screen as a character. kind sure. of yeah. for somebody the entire film. So I can understand that being a little bit like, yeah, it's all right, Mike. But you know what? It comes around in the end anyway, though. Uh, I like this film's dialogue, but the word baby is used like a little too much. Like, I get it. Like, this is this guy's style, but it's, yes. a little, uh, it's used too often. It should have been cut a little bit here and there. I don't know. Uh, they have like this thing. I don't get it exactly. But, you know, yeah, whatever, baby. It's all right. i think they would have they could have jazzed up the nightlife stuff a little bit too i thought like i really like that they show it but i think the scene at the time like they could have maybe showed a little bit more of them going out or mixing it up with other groups of people in these bars like other friends scenes or groups i don't know um could have been pretty cool to delve into that a little bit with the story and have mike meet more people that way or whatever Ah, uh, the film is well made, but it does feel like a little generic here and there, as a, like a '90s film. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we said, there were a lot of films of this time coming out, uh, indie films, and um, I think the characters lift this one up, though. You know what I mean? Like the stories, yeah. like like you said, it's it's it is a romance in a in a sense, um, yeah. it's a romantic film, even though it mainly focuses on like the loss or getting over a breakup. You know, which can be touching for people, It can be tough to do. So. Um, and like I said, it's not always fun to watch a character go through that. But overall, I think it's a, a charming film. Um, mm-hmm. So with that said, I'm going to give Swingers, I'm going to give it a solid rent it. I think I think this is a definite rent it. I think you'll enjoy it. And then based on what level you enjoy it after that, maybe buy it or something. You know? Yeah, totally. What about you, uh, John? What do you think? Oh me, you thinking baby boy, you're looking beautiful, beautiful baby boy over here.
2: Yeah, fresh line out, man.
0: You're so money right now. I don't think you know I don't it. even know how
2: money I am. Now, this was uh, this was a uh, this was awesome. Uh, really enjoyed it. Like I said, I ha- I had seen it, but it had been so long. And as a kid, I think there's a lot of the themes and and things that were just kind of lost on a on a you know young teenage boy. So, uh. I, I, I love the friendship aspect of it. I think it's that's critical to uh, success and anything that you're doing in your life is you need that foundation. You need that uh, that group of people that you can fall back on, that you can, you know, with with whatever it is, you know, marriage, relationship, work, uh, other like what whatever it is. It's like you, you need that core of guys that are that are there to kind of you know uplift you and and at the same time shake you straight when you need to be like you know when 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 you're doing something wrong you need that friend that's going to be like what the fuck are you doing like i i love the way that it's the way that it's told the characters are are, are all fantastic um baby is 1000% used way too much in this film i uh, i understand the character you know i get it that's his thing but it 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 it, it was so much that at times it was almost kind of jarring to hear the word baby six times in a seven fucking word sentence, just like Jesus. All right. Um, great comedy. I thought there was really, really good subtle comedy throughout the entire movie. Uh, we've, we've discussed the callbacks so much funny stuff with the, the, the seeming seemingly throwaway line stuff that, that comes back to be a, a great hit later. Um, I like it. Uh, cons i'm trying to think i don't i don't really like like i said other than the word baby being thrown around a whole lot i don't really have a whole a whole lot of cons They 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 do definitely mike does come across as a little a little pathetic sometimes
1: Uh, pathetic friend
2: oh yeah yeah so (laughs) you know i i I don't know i just i just don't have a whole lot of bad to, to to say about it it was it's it's a good film i think it's it's worth watching multiple times uh i uh, I liked it. This is a buy it for me. This is a this is a buy it. Nice for those reasons. I think you can watch it time and time again. I think this is something you can put on. Just like you know, women love to watch Dirty Dancing when they're when they're hurt. You know, I feel like this is a great movie for guys to throw. This is a man's Dirty Dancing right here. I think.
0: Nice. I like the way you, the man's Dirty Dancing. That's right. <laughs> I had the time uh, of my life. Uh, and I never felt this way we <laughs> What about you, Rob? What you thinking about swingers? If it's uh, true, and Sorry. I owe it all to you. <laughs> Bring it home, Rob.
1: Uh, yeah. So one thing I forgot to mention that uh I like about this movie is you know this is obviously bringing back uh this film happened during the swing revival of the nineties. And that is harkening back to the '40s. This movie has a lot of noir vibes to it, which I love. Uh, a lot of li- smoky rooms, lights and shadows. Uh, it's I think it does it really well. It's you know kind of stealing off of other films. They made fun of like Tarantino and Scorsese, and then they do the whole uh, Reservoir Dogs deal, and they have the Reservoir Dogs poster in the background. So it's they're doing that, but they are also stealing off of noir films, like especially like when. A couple of times, like, Mike is standing in the doorway of his apartment, and he's all in shadow, and all you see is the light of the hallway. I think that looks awesome. I think the characters are, are well-written. I think they're great. Uh, everyone's in, like, they're different. Uh, it doesn't feel like they're carbon copy characters. Everyone is different. Everyone is fleshed out for the most part. And the 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 comedic callbacks are really good so like you know they're saying a line here at the beginning of the film and it comes back at the end or you know or uh, like the whole double down joke uh mm-hmm. at, at, during the the vegas stuff was like hilarious i thought that was really well done and very uh it felt very natural like that's something that uh mike would have actually said if he was a real person yeah, you know, like just because Trent and Mike have that relationship where they fuck around with each other.
0: Yeah, and he can't seem to let it go at that point.
1: Like, no, cuz he's pissed off because yeah, he he's still this pissed. Guy costs him 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And it's like <laughs> that's like that's money he needs because he's a he's a struggling, struggling actor. actor. So, yeah. it's like fuck you man. Double down on 11, you fucker. Yeah, it's like <laughs> um so I like all that aspect. And I I, be, I, I said, I, I've known guys like Trent. um, I've known guys like Mike. I've known guys like Rob. It's like Sue. So all the characters feel really realistic to me. Mm-hmm. And I, to be honest, yeah, outside of like, you know, baby being used like 100,000 times in the film, I don't really have a ton of negatives. And I think like the, the negatives you brought up, Uh, Heidelberg, I think those are all budgetary things. I don't think they yeah. had the money to do the things that you wanted to do, which yeah. I think had they had like a million or $2 million budget, those things could have gotten done maybe, you know, based uh-huh. off of like how they were doing yeah, maybe, that. baby. Yeah, so with that said, knowing what I know about the film and all that, I have to say this is a buy it slash Jensen classic. I think this is a great fucking movie.
0: Damn. Um, okay. I uh, actually, I think I want to change my score. I'm thinking more maybe rent it slash buy it. After hearing your, you guys's, uh, reviews too and like kind of where you're sitting, I'm thinking, you know what? You
1: want to do a rent it slash buy it? There's more
0: positive than con than con in this film, to be honest. thousand percent. There's something like, I think this is a, to me, this is sort of like a, an indie classic. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. In that sense. Uh, yeah. I'll give it a rent it slash buy it. I'll give it a little bit of a bump. Um, I don't know. Rob, where were you sitting at? a bias so
1: i'm in a uh buy it slash jensen classic for this one ah. i'm i'm high on this one i think it's crazy. i don't know
0: john what do you think he's just trying to make up for last week yeah
1: <laughs> please. No, no, just like trying to
0: swing the vote I, a different yeah, way yeah. like trying to get back in good swear
1: no God. no i no,
0: i get no. i
2: i almost went with the same score rob to be honest with you because like i said i really feel like it has that like it's a an automatic buy it for me because it's one that you can like i said like when you're going through something i feel like it's one that you can put on to up to to be uplifting to watch that and be like you know what i mean like it just it feels it feels like that type of movie where it's like man i just want to think about the boys that i got around me that lift me up make me feel good and see a guy coming through that on the other side and so it's
0: film to watch with your boys too yeah that's yeah exactly when this film came out in 96 i was like 16 years old but my stepbrother who got me into it like he was older so he would have been more the age bracket of these characters too yeah um and been you know aware more of the scene and stuff uh that was going on there so i think there's definitely tons of people that probably would have watched this film as a friend group like hey let's watch swingers you know and that spoke to their generation
1: yeah this is definitely in the rotation now for me because it's nice yeah this is a great film
0: i dig that i'm glad you guys liked it okay that's so money man I knew it was gonna be money, man. Like I was like, never doubted it. This movie's like this big bear, you know what I mean? And you guys are like these little bunnies, you know? I knew the movie (laughs) movie had these claws, and I just knew, I knew it coming to get us. I knew it. Anyway, so uh, what's uh who's whose pick is next week? I believe
2: that would be my pick. Uh, next week Uh we're watching a little film called Eat Man, two thousand and eight. You guys are gonna love it. I I have no doubt in my mind. We're going to watch it and it's going to be a wonderful discussion. The it man It man wing Chun.
1: Okay. Fuck. Yeah, dude, this movie is awesome. I can't wait to talk about I've it. I've never seen this film.
2: So oh, you're so lucky Talk about it next week. So jealous. You get to watch it for the first time.
1: <laughs> for sure. It's so money that you get to watch. You get to watch. Oh it the
0: man, baby. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this uh, beautiful baby of a film for real. <laughs> okay. Uh but yeah, so that's next week's pick. Uh Itman uh streaming anywhere? Do you know?
1: It it is on the
0: hiya
1: streaming app. Uh yeah. so it's that's all the kung fu films uh nice. and shit like that. Nice. Uh so if you don't have that, it's actually very cheap. It's only four bucks a month. Similar to like shutter stuff like I that. feel like that's
0: so. how much Itman itself would be to rent on like say Amazon. You might as well just get yeah. a, a month's worth of Haya. Other stuff,
2: yeah. By the way, hi. Idea. If
0: you want to advertise on Cinemigos, just hit me up.
2: Yeah, Save hey, practice. yeah,
0: anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, we have some other projects that we do, um, other do? than the Cinemigos podcast. Yeah, um, Rob, you have another podcast, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. I do. Uh, it's called Circle of Jerks. Uh, we are on YouTube. Uh, you can reach us on Instagram, uh, Circle of Jerks Podcast, or on X slash Twitter at Podcast COJ. Or if you lo- want to reach out to me personally, I am at Robo Rice.
0: That's awesome, uh, John. What about you? Uh, what do you do extracurricular outside of Cinemigos? Uh I too
2: have a podcast where we. I'm just kidding. There's oh, no man. other podcast. Uh, I play old video games on twitch.tv slash Kinetic <laughs> Onslaught. O n s l o t, and uh, right now we are in the middle of Final Fantasy Three.
1: Oh, uh, yes. oh, nice
2: once that wraps up i'll be moving on to uh, some of the color dreams games a third party uh, third party games that were known for their absolute dog shitness uh basically oh, everybody that, just too,
1: so. color oh. dreams is the one that did all those like bible games right
2: that was Wisdom Tree, which uh, Color Dreams become, became Wisdom Tree because Nintendo was like, yo, stop making shit. So they're like, <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll, we'll make a new name and we'll
0: stop making shit under that name.
2: Uh, yeah, so they were like, well, if we're <laughs> making Bible games, they won't come after us. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they became Wisdom Tree and started putting out a bunch of uh, different Bible games, which is funny because some yeah. of it is just like reskinned skinned Color Dreams
1: games. Yes, they are. Like,
2: <laughs> Sunday Fun Day is just Menace Beach.
1: but uh, Yep. So the, fun uh, stuff like that. Final Fantasy 3, that's the uh, the original Final Fantasy 3. Correct, Fantasy correct. Hi, right? yes.
2: Uh, let's get a little nerdy for a split second. This is the last derail, so this is perfect. Uh, <laughs> this is number Final, four.
1: Final Fantasy
2: 1, 2, II, and 3 uh, were on the old system, the NES, Famicom, and Japan. 2 II and 3 were Famicom, Japan exclusive. In America, we got 3. Uh, 2 II and 3 on the Super Nintendo, which is 4 and 6. Yeah. I had uh somebody some one of my viewers got me a repro cart. Uh it's basically an English translation of the origin of the Japan 3. Uh they sent that to me so so that's what I am playing through um I,
3: The
2: the way the channel works is basically people can pick what games are played next, you donate subs, you know, just come in, make fun of people, talk some shit, say hey, I want to see you play this game. All right, throw me a throw me a couple ones. We'll see what we can do.
0: Nice. So you you Pimp yourself out for um, money uh, with old school video games. And then just
1: play your butt for for those.
0: Yeah. And then play these trash games.
2: Dude, it's hard. It's so weird because like there's, there's something about it. Like it's just playing that game where it's like, it's just so fucking hard. And it's like to, to sit there and just kind of like grind through it. And it's, you know, there's no easy
0: mode. There's no fucking. Nah.
2: Uh, like it's like it's just learn the patterns and fucking
0: get good. Get was, good. Yeah, yeah, get good. So I got a plot twist for you. There is another podcast. Uh it's actually my podcast. Uh uh cut above horror review. You have
1: another podcast too, Heidelberg?
0: Yeah. Uh where me, John, and Jacqueline rate and review horror films uh each week. Uh we have a good time doing it. Yeah. Job. rob you've been on the show and uh john you I are have, to right, on the show uh shortly uh, by the time this episode actually comes out you'll probably have been on for yeah. uh, an episode hopefully so that'll be cool but yeah um yeah you can find us on all uh podcast launchers uh, uh cut above horror review um we're on instagram at a cut above one word dot horror underscore review and on twitter at cut above horror uh and uh on facebook at a cut above horror review
1: Cool. And if they're a fan of the Cinemigos, where can they find us, Heiderberg?
0: Well, I hope they're fans of the Cinemigos. Um we love our
1: fans. We uh, do.
0: if you wanna catch us on Instagram, we are at Cinemigos, one word, underscore podcast. And Rob?
1: On Twitter slash X, we are at Triss Cinemigos, T R E S C I N E M I G O S.
0: And uh I'll sign us out because uh this place is dead anyway. Our little boy is all grown up tonight. You know what, big boy? You're grown up. You're grown up! Yeah! Dig that? Is that a fucking production for you? Because you're grown up, and you're grown up, and you're grown up. I'm the asshole in the bar place, right? I'm the asshole. I'm out of here. I'm not eating anything. I would never eat here anyway.
3: Hey, your badges? Badges? We ain't got no
0: badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges.